Welcome to Side B, motherfuckers. Welcome to Side B, motherfuckers. Hey, one goal, one thing, one move, and that shit don't change. Sir, real niggas do real fucking things. Real niggas do. Hey, there's only one goal, one thing, one move, and that shit don't change. And sir, real niggas do real fucking things. Real niggas do real fucking day. All right, I'ma keep it general just like the army. Most real niggas know most niggas phony. Your shadow got your back, huh? Just like your homie. That's why shady niggas will harm thee. Just act Caesar. Brutus got him and caught him before his last breather. If they don't make you believe us, then you'll learn. Honesty is a quality that will burn, but it's cool. And trust is a quality you will earn. You a fool if you take you learn. Imitating imitation and they calling it cool I know a little bit, but go ahead and call me a fool Why you sprinkle sugar on shit and you calling it food See, I'm just trying to groove And you standing on the wall with your hands on your balls Making crab claws move Trying to bonk at a dog, but I don't bonk I just fall back till you think you winning But you lost in the beginning I really sent that fucking protein shit to the wrong Big dummy Big dummy. Because the thing is, I really had to order a part while I was out there in Austin, Texas. A, a, a part? Man, my motherfucking, um, my computer charger uh, broke. It went out. And I couldn't be out there for two weeks with no computer because oh, I kept on getting yeah, auditions fine. and shit. So I was like, man, fuck that Amazon. Send me my shit yeah. to my hotel. I'm big dogging it, bitch. I need this. You heard me? Hey, yeah, look, son. You got to dress your time. Dress your time. It's called dressing message. Straight up and down, son. So, uh, but that... How convenient is that, bro? Like, that's the world we live in now. What, that you could just get some shit sent to a hotel? Yeah. Can you I mean, always yeah. do that? Yeah, I mean, I, I don't, I, I guess so. I'm just saying. But it was like the, straight next day as shit. Of, like Amazon, like you can get basically anything brought the next to you day. the next day. The next yeah. day. I think it was like tripping that. me out. It's how Amazon trying to send drones for this shit. Man, I don't give a fuck how they do it. They man, do listen, it. don't drone my shit. I'm gonna shoot, right, man, send my shit through a truck driver because I'm going to shoot that drone down and take some of your shit. So yeah, when, we, when we stumbled across that amazing, seemingly tropical fruit punch protein powder, somebody actually signed for it and everything. So it's sitting out there at the freaking Homewood Suites and go on Governor's Row in Austin, Texas, bitch. They got my protein powder. Boy, Maybe you could have called them and be like, hey, like I got a package over there. Maybe I can like send it to me. I'll pay the you know, fee or whatever. Boom, boom. Maybe just collect call the front. Only if the fee is less than the package. Yeah, it's probably just gonna be like like four or five five dollars. Yeah, I'll do that because if they talk about something like twenty, I'm like, no, it's cost twenty. Fuck you. It don't cost that much to like send anything. I'll just call them and send it to you. Yeah, I'm gonna call them up. That's a really grand idea because I already ordered another one. I was like, fuck it. Well, yeah, also true. But uh, hey, why not have two? I guess. You mean you bought two? Fuck. Got my ass. Trying to be a, unless you want to live it up to and say the God be the glory. You just no give it away. Ain't no God be not giving no money. I don't give a shit, right. nigga. I'm charity. I want my money for it. I'm a starving artist. Man, I live that starving shit. artist life. One month you're up, one month you're down, one month you're sideways. Bruh. Yeah, starving is a motherfucker. Yo. This art shit is uh, very brokish. I mean, it's it's a lot of shit. <laughs> it's a lot of shit, it's though. It's just, it's just, it's just life, bro. The wins ain't always financial, I'll tell you that. Hey dog, sometimes the ends don't justify the means, right? I mean, I can't even say that. 
because like that could be subjective, dog. Like what you get out of it at the end of the day, you still was valid. It's like that, that many times could be priceless. So when you say the ends justify the means, many times the ends you can't say justify the means. That don't make them bitches hard, not hard. <laughs> yeah. Them ends is then them means is hard as fuck to get right. to them it's ends, bitch. Still a bitch to get to. Yeah, them. I appreciate them ends, but damn, that was a hard ass meme. Well, you median know that and mode, bitch. <laughs> no, not the mean. Oh, no. Median and the mode. Boy, you took it way back. You took it back to third grade. Come on. Stuff that we don't use. Most that we don't use in real life. I, I, right, because I don't know whenever I use mean, median, mode in anything. <laughs> anything. I was like, damn, he really took it back to some shit that I had no use for. Come on, bro. Just like algebra. No, I understand the use of algebra. I understand the use for people who do it, but for me. No, no, no. no. I feel I like. I guess you know what? Algebra, no. Algebra is common and sense. And geometry. Thing. I like geometry. And geometry is like where you Building are on location. Shapes and, 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 you know. I mean, in everyday life, you use geometry whenever you drive. So I can yeah. give you some geometry because that's how, like, if you have a good location, if you figure out, like, you know, that, that that's the most common way I can say I use geometry when I'm driving. And algebra is common sense skills. All that X, Y, Z is not about the numbers. It's about common sense. If A do this and X, and X do this, what happens when da, 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 that's all common sense thinking. It's just to make, it, make your mind sharp. That's, that's, that's definitely the exact way... I, I take all that shit because, like, we don't use all that high math oh, every no. day. No, 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 no. I'm saying those are the only two I can vouch for is what I'm saying, D. It's, like, just to, like, really work your work your brain, though. My, some of like, the, my brain don't be... Need, but do muscle. my brain need to be worked in trigonometry? I don't really think trigonometry so. Trigonometry is when you take the next... That's level, when like, you like, really have a job for that. Well, you know what I mean? I mean Going towards into that. Like, when you do like shit, like, building and shit, then it goes into trigonometry. That's my point. I'm not doing that every day. But, but... I'm driving every day if I, like as a normal average person and I got to deal with comedy like it's because some people be like none of that shit counted and I was like no I can see what geometry counted I can see what algebra counted I don't know if I could fight for trigonometry and calculus I don't, I don't know why I, I could fight for that in my just, time in life it's just good to like just make your brain think in different different ways Matt's I think that. it's good for exposing people to what they might need in the future if they go in that job that's the point too a lot of times general studies your high school and middle school there's so many kind of people so you got to throw everybody in the same pool and see what what really getting wet <laughs> in, the, in the best way to put it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So like, yeah, we'll like why calculus did nothing for me? We got people out here making money right now off of being so good at that math shit. You know what I mean? So, but they wouldn't have known if they wasn't exposed. So I understand the point of exposing. I'm just saying like, calculus. I know for my everyday life, a lot of it. I mean, certain parts of it wasn't. You know, ain't being yeah. used. Just like somebody said, same thing about art. Who don't use art at all? But exactly. You know what I mean? It goes many ways. Exactly. Man, listen. I wish a motherfucker say the only Real talk. You don't have to use none of it, but you need it all. You know what I'm saying? You're going to need some kind of basic knowledge on all levels of everything. Because that's what it needs to survive in this world. Who the fuck knows when I'm going to use this algebra shit? But the day I need to use it, I'm going to be on point with it whenever that fucking day comes. If it's one day out of the year, it might be the biggest day out of the year. I got to use some geometry. I'm about to use the fuck out of it. So I guess, I guess it's really just best to be prepared. I'm, but like I said, I feel like algebra and geometry we use daily, though. Like you use Calculus, whatever. I mean, I don't yeah. know. I honestly didn't take calculus or trigonometry when I got to high school. I said, fuck all that math. I did very average in, 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 in math I my entire uh, academic career. What about you, Martin? I failed in middle school, but I excelled in high school. Um, what happened with me is I failed Especially algebra you know. one. Because like this happened to me twice in high school, in middle school, in high school. I failed it. I failed it, and then went to summer school and got an entirely new teacher and got so good at it because, however, that that's teacher another taught thing. me. That's another thing. They let me out of summer school early both times. It happened with chemistry. It happened with algebra one. For whatever reason, 
my algebra one teacher, it just didn't click when that lady taught it. Then I went to three five um that that year for uh, summer school and dog whatever that teacher, however she put it, I'm eating it. I was eating the algebra shit after that she shit dog. That wasn't even that. That's what it was. I don't remember like what I think it was a dude as a matter of fact. I don't remember who I just remember. He must have been fine. Whatever, mind. <laughs> I'm fine as fuck. But all I know is I just remember acing that bitch and let me out three weeks early because that nigga was like, bro, I have no more work for you because I'm like for some reason it clicked. Same shit happened for chemistry. Like I was falling asleep in my chemistry class, dog. I just mm-hmm. couldn't. Like however this lady was teaching it. that shit, dog. It just so dude. Teachers are boring. Fuck out you. Oh, they oh, just don't reach you. Yeah, because dog, I had never been in a class where I just would fall like flat out asleep without like you know. Sometimes you just don't feel like fucking with us. So you might go to sleep on them, just being an asshole. I've done that before. Oh, no, I took a, a snooze. Dog. I couldn't help it. Like every time I was she in a class, nigga, it's like I couldn't keep my eyes open. She said, "In chapter one, dude, that I was, could." That was my problem. In son, high school, dog. I used to be sleeping in class. Like just so real. Y'all niggas bold. I mean, I do. I but I wasn't that. That was the only class I said I did it on accident. Other times, my have just been Yeah, like, I wasn't trying to, but I was just so just incomprehensibly bored just with school in general. Yeah. Like, I would always fall asleep, like, in literally all my classes. Oh, damn, son. You like, got out that bitch then. Yeah. I will survive. Oh, yeah. I survived that bitch, for sure. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, but I was, like, passing the classes, but, like, as far as, like, class participation, it was at a fucking super ultra level. See, I like attention, so I was a participating ass nigga. But one thing I will say is, like I said, it depends on the teacher because when I went to summer school again, that chemistry teacher, and she was a, she was a Carver teacher. I ain't gonna forget this shit because you know you talk all that shit about because I went to McMain, you went to test to get in there and all that. But it was a whole George Washington Carver ass teacher that got me right on chemistry, dog. You're using a peanut and, and for people that don't understand that. <laughs> Oh, we're talking about Carver. And for people that understand that, like, no, Carver ain't one of those schools when we was growing up that was, like, looked at as, huh, dun, dun, dun. But, you know what I mean? It's not it always... It wasn't the worst, but it wasn't the best. It's not one... It's, I mean, it's, it's always about the teacher. I feel yeah, like it's always about, yeah. no matter where you are, you could be at the worst school ever, but if you're a fire-ass teacher, yeah. that teacher, like, hey, can get you right. Joe Clark did work at Lean On Me at the school. The name of the school wasn't Lean On Me, bitch. It should have been. He said, hey, Joe Clark <laughs> did work at Lean On Me. <laughs> lean On Me. <laughs> yeah, the and the lean on me school. <laughs> lean on me school. Well, your not, children can lean on crack, me. Don't you boy. <laughs> <laughs> lean on me. <laughs> lean on me. But I looked at that scene a couple of months ago. Like I just happened to like see it somewhere. I forgot where the movie happened, but um, it's a New York ass movie. I feel like I was crazy. like these these little dudes were smoking crack. I was like, that's crack. like that crack is crazy, really though. wild. That's that's wild. It's the nineties, boy. Yeah, they were smoking early nineties, late eighties, boy. Kids smoking crack. Crack. Kids. The cracking. Remember on Undercover Brother they had the little orphan that was on that crack? His yeah, name, yeah. Hey, brother, you got My crack. dog's here, Undercover Brother. Oh, I'm Undercover. sorry. That's not Undercover Brother. That's uh, Nigga. fucking, what's the name? It's the, the other one. Uh, it's uh, not Undercover. It's the other one. Uh, wait, what? It's the it's Undercover. Uh, uh, it's not the nigga with the fro. Uh, Dynamite. Dynamite. Uh, you talking about Black Dynamite. Black Dynamite. Black Dynamite, son. Black Dynamite. Yeah, well, I only saw that movie once. Black Dynamite's amazing. Black Dynamite's amazing. It is. It, it definitely was. Yeah, funny movie. enough, your boy did Undercover Brother too, which I heard was lame, but I don't know why Michael Jai did that. Why? Why Michael Jai? <laughs> Y'all just want to make sequels to make sequels to make sequels. I want another band, But shouts out to Bad Boys for Life. That was a, that was a really good sequel. Yeah, I heard it was dope. I dope. still haven't seen it, but I dope. did hear it was a I'm going to take my lady. Y'all, y'all put the wrong game. I'm taking out. Nope. I'm going again tonight. Seeing it again. Huh. That's why you're saying it like that. Yeah, because I liked it though. It was inspiring, son. Like I said, it, re- it reminded me like, like I think I said this on a previous podcast. Like I remember growing up, 
Will Smith was somebody I just looked up to as a kid. Cause like, that was like, you know I mean? He was cool, he had Fresh Prince, he did all, he had Bad Boys, he had Independence Day, he had Men in Black. Like I really like for a minute, before I got esteemed and it was into the Don Cheetos and the Denzel Washingtons and the, yeah, yeah. and Sydney Portuguese. I remember being a kid being like, man, I love Will Smith. You know really? what I mean? So like just seeing him, like, and then I remember when I saw Bad Boys, I remember as young, I was like, oh, this dude got my name and that's my favorite actor dude. Yeah, yeah, I'm gonna love this movie. So I always loved Bad Boys anyway. But I just thought, man, I saw Bad Boys 3 trailer, I was not impressed. Like I was like, man, she's gonna be lame. That bitch was not. <laughs> that bitch was good. So you know I was though? impressed. I was like, yeah, Bad Boys. Oh no, Bad Boys 2 trailer was good. I don't remember it. I remember Bad Boys 2 was a big ass hit though. It I was. It was funny. That's the, that was a shit. I love that movie. Boy, put your boy in a bag in a um in a barrel. Yeah. That boy said in my country we put this in a tortilla bag. You do. And in the best way, like me and Marty, we just reviewed it recently on the last episode of reviewing that. Okay. And uh like he was, he was trying to say, I don't know how to place him. I was like, you don't. Because they all no. represent an era. Because Bad Boys 1 really represent the 90s. Bad Boys 2 is like that 2000 era. Mm -hmm. And Bad Boys 3, when you see it, you're going to see it's like the 2010s going into the 2020s. Because they even make fun of the fact that they're older now. Like yeah, Mike Lowry, think he Mike Lowry. Yeah, but he, he ain't Mike Lowry to the bitches no more. It. It's just funny how they yeah. play on all of it like time has passed. But like you still maneuvering, you still the bad boys. Y'all chemistry still on point. Because that's what really make their movie. They chemistry. Yeah, I mean, they got good ass chemistry. That was what's so apparent in the first one. Yeah. It was just yeah. ridiculous it was chemistry. Very, very natural. It's not not try hard at all. At all. So it was like, why these niggas didn't make more movies? And they already got greenlit for Bad Boys Four because oh, this shit. one breaking records monetarily, dog. Like it's making money. Hey, get that money. Listen, son, it's Bad Boys. No, no, it didn't make money. Gemini Man. All right, that shit was trash. All right, Will Smith. I don't know uh, if it was you, the poor CGI, or at one point. There was like so many men. It was like Gemini Man. Dog, Bad Boys <laughs> is what Gemini Man wish it could be. Really, and, 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 and when you see the movie, you're gonna know what I'm talking about. But, um, one of some good weed here. This nigga Hennessy said, Good weed here, sir. Mm -hmm. So, uh, you know, welcome to the Fly with Bats. Hello, podcast. podcast. It's a podcast. Yeah, man, I've been subbing in for the Misbelief show, so I've been having my brain in fried a little bit as to well, who, who I am and what I'm representing. <laughs> you and said the which, tag, which tagline I didn't, but I'm saying which tagline I'm supposed to be coming in with because you know the Misbelief is coming with the rawness saying, of yeah. Lawrence and the swagger king. But no, that's not where we at. We would fly with bats. So it's that actor guy, Martin Bats Bradford. You can find me at Martin Bats Bradford on Facebook and the Googs, but on your other social media platforms and your, you know, and your, and your fucking um, cash apps, you heard me, and your Vimbos is all the same <laughs> name. It's Mr. Bats. Spell it Mr. Out, you're going to find another cat, and you know we back here with my brothers. What's that? What's good? It's your boy D Mac, and you can catch my Instagram, your dig brand, Instagram, FrenchBread.kid, um, or by your baby mama house. By your baby mama house. Where she be, uh, want me to be at. But, uh, yeah, we back for side A. And, Are we on side B? Or oh, B? It's B, been B, that B? long. It has been that long. It's like, been I feel a like while. Like a second has passed. It's been a minute, though. It's been yeah, some it's weeks. Been a long, it's what been a long time. time. I'm like, here's I shouldn't have left you. Left you. Without a strong rhyme to step two. Step two. Step two. Step two. Step two. Come on, now. Listen, y'all. Posse Wine. It's your boy, Alpha Joe. Fresh out of the gumbo. Still deep in the room. And if you're out in the streets and you're looking for me, you can find me on IG, Alpha Joe. No E504. Facebook, Joseph Alpha Man Pines. I'm in this bitch side B. We in this B. Episode 93, side B. As we make it bit by bit on towards episode 100. Well, like I said, we ditching the sides. We going odds and evens so we can increase our you know, episode count because 
we really like at double this at this point. You're yeah. We really double digits, but fuck We it. the doubles, but we going to make it official. After 100, it's just 100 and 1 and 2 and 3 and 4 and so on and so, so forth. forth. It's so been forth. some time. It's been some time, dog. We shouldn't have left you. I know. And the thing is, what's crazy is I meant to record a podcast in the meantime. I even recorded a reviewing that in the meantime because I knew I was going out to Austin, Texas to record for this TV show. And I was so lazy about editing that, reviewing that, that I wound up putting it up my last day when I was in Austin, which made no sense because two weeks had already gone by. Wow. <laughs> so it's like, whatever. Right yeah, man. But this is, well, well now we're finally here with Side B. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I mean? we also got schedules and shit and times to make up. You know, we got a lot of things going on. Like, life. real talk, you know, it's, it's at life. Life. Though it is a little bit of laziness there, there's also a lot of life there. Sometimes yes. you got to put certain things away to be fully focused on another thing. You know what I'm saying? It's true. So a nigga ain't mad at you. Do your thing, boy. I got never love for you. Yeah, man. Oh man, son. And like Austin was cool, man. Like I, I, I'm on this kick up, dog. Like, um, it, Austin's very diverse. I mean, I didn't get a chance to see it as much because my freaking, uh, my freaking hotel was like far away from where like the main shit went down. So I'd have to Uber anytime I want to go down for the main shit. Which costs moolah. It's just money, 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 money. Was like thirty minutes away. Nigga, it was a while away. Because the thing is, they wanted me, because I was close to the airport, and everything go down, like, about 20-something, 30 minutes away, maybe. And, like, they wanted me close to the production office, so they could always be able to pick me up and bring me back and forth. Yeah. The other cast who been there, who's going to be there for months on end, their hotels was around there, because they like, well, nigga, we ain't going to y'all fucked over. Like, yeah, y'all going to be here. We might as well have y'all in the real thick of shit. Right, right? have y'all in the yeah. cover. Yeah. But from a nigga like me that's here for a week, gone, here for a week, gone, you feel me? It was yeah. like... Stay your ass in the basement. But it was an amazing hotel. No, I that's love nice the hotel. hotel. The hotel was fire. I just wish it was uh, in, in the thick. Because I was like, my girl Devin Tyler, shout out to her. She was in... We was in Austin at the same time in the same hotel, but in different locations. Uh, and like, yeah. cause she said, she's like, what you doing in Austin? I was like, what you doing in Austin? So it was cool. Like, what's up, actor? Nigga, work, yeah, work yeah, it out, work it out, baby. So yeah. shout out to Devin. But um, like, yeah, but she was in the home. She was in the hotel. I wish I was where she was at. Cause she was in the thick type spot, you feel me? Because everybody would always say, man, you got to get on this strip because, you know, that might remind you of New Orleans. Whoop -de -whoop -de -whoop. So, you know, we'll see. We'll yeah, see. Because yeah, that's yeah. the thing, dog. Like, apparently, Austin got, like, three major projects shooting there right now. So, nigga might even get booked in something else there on some fingers crossed that shit. Because one thing that really hurt my heart for this trip, like, I was happy to be out there for two weeks and get paid. But, like, it blocked two other opportunities that like right now I really fucking need it. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. One of them was for this joint that's like, I, I can't see who was by, but it's a comic book series. And everybody know how I feel about comic book series. We got a whole Bash Nerd Out moment on side eight. So anytime right. I get the audition for any opportunity to be in any kind of comic book project, I'm fucked up. And it wasn't even just the audition, it was a callback for the motherfucking series. Which so, you probably was gonna knock out the water man, if you had a chance. Gonna, I was gonna eat it, dog. Yeah, and it was it was shooting in, in, in Atlanta, Georgia. The callback was in Atlanta, Georgia on the exact same day of my first day of shooting in Austin, Texas. So it's not like I could have just been like, whoo, no. Nah, not on the first day. It's the day I'm working. I'm working that day. So. Yeah. That was frustrating, but the so I went. I took all that energy in and went hard. And these motherfuckers wrote me in a whole scene that wasn't even there mm -hmm. before. It was like, damn, yo, like we fucking with you. The writers like, man, we gotta give you some more action because without spoiling anything, my character has a stop point. You feel me? So they can't like write at beyond the stop point of my character. So that's why they was like, well, just to give you a little bit more screen time because we fucking with you. We gonna just give you this random ass scene <laughs> just to give you like, cause the thing is the scene, what? Thing, dog, the scene they added wasn't even like that deep, but it was just on some. 
we like you, dog. Yeah, they're <laughs> just like on, on, on fucking principle. On principle, like, they just like, know? we like you, dog. Yeah, exactly. So I was like, man, I was very appreciative of that. But I'm like, like that's small victories to say, you know, mm-hmm. I, I lost out on the callback. But then the biggest loss was um, I got booked in this show. Booked, actual booking, but it's showing fucking Chicago. They was gonna ship me out to Chicago, G, for a week and a half. And I couldn't do it because my second week of shooting out there, I had one day. First week, I worked three days. The second week, I worked one random ass Thursday. And I couldn't move that Thursday. And they like, dog, we need you for the whole week. So when it comes down to between you and a motherfucker that has a clear schedule saying, hey, I'm here for you. I'm like, that nigga, the nigga I was going up against might have been in Chicago like, yeah, yo. And nigga like me, we got this random ass freaking conflict. They gonna go with the nigga with no conflict. Of course, they so got to. They, they have need to. conflict. Son, one day that I, I was so mad that a whole week about that one day, I was yeah. like, bitch. And I felt like that one day was taking forever to come. Cause I was like, oh, this is money and this is opportunity. You hear me? But you know, that's champagne problems. You know, you what I mean, take, I'm you hoping. You gotta take the cricket with the straight. That's what they say in the, in the August Wilson world. So I'm just hoping like the energies just be like, you know what? You took that on your chin. We got something else. Yeah, something take this in your mouth. I take it in my mouth if it's a book, and I take that book and down my throat. All right. Let's go. Great. Yup. So, as we get into <laughs> episode 93, side B, man. First, we got to pull out that scroll. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The new and, the new and improving revised scroll. There's a list of people okay. and other podcasts that, you know, that we so fuck with. Best took his royal ex and chopped these niggas' heads off and put hey, them on the Hey, don't put on best. Best didn't cut off nobody. I mean, it that is, was y'all niggas. No, is, no, we all had a we all, all, we all held the battle axe and chopped off the heads of the, the other head. village people. I chopped niggas' heads on me. D- so. D- we put them on spikes in front of the castle so everyone can see that if you don't fuck with us, we don't fuck with you. He probably chopped. And there's really one still on there of mercy that don't shout us out. I might cut them today. Oh no! See, look, 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 look! We got the black mask on now. See, okay. Who got the gauntlet? Here's the thing. We don't just cut people's heads off. We only cut off heads that deserve to get cut off. Yeah. So if you got your head cut off, it wasn't arbitrary at all. Wasn't that's, arbitrary. There are reasons. Heads a roll. You know? Heads yeah. a roll. So that's yeah. why I like to chop off heads because, you know, the I mean, fucking... Niggas got chopping blocks right It just makes sense to shout out people who fuck with us and we know actively fuck with us. That, that don't mean that you got to shout us out every single episode exactly. you no, have. Not at all. But you can tell when it's mutual love or whatever now and then I might be listening. Because I listen to them everybody on the scroll. Mm-hmm. So if I'm listening to you and then like, you know, you, you, you just feel like you that detached from the world. I'm just... Randy Raven from Bats when he listening, y'all be like, fuck fly with Bats. <laughs> I would take a fuck fly with Bats because that at least it's some attention. Yeah, that's If you said fuck me on your show, I would shout out to your show. I'll take that. But if you completely pretend I don't exist, but I'm creating existence for Listen, you, among our mini fly with Bats. Our million millions of listeners. <laughs> Come don't on, man. Don't forget it. Come on, man. Why, why give you free pub? Shouts out to your 30 podcast mm-hmm. with the homies, the arrogant observer, the black actorpedia, Lawrence J. Rapper Jr., and my dog, favorite Marty, Marty Edwards. You know, uh, yeah. party over here, POA. Shout out, shout, shout, shout out. out to that boy, uh, uh, Lawrence, has been doing his thing in the play. Y'all gotta come see him, you'll get a chance, especially when that boy be singing. That nigga go hard. Yeah, Lawrence can sing. Yeah, he can sing, actually. Uh, the. Reviewing that show, I already shout out, you know, get oh. on this feed, as uh-huh. well as the Acting Wild Black show, you can get on this feed, uh, uh-huh. you know, co-host that with the Your 30 guys and whatnot, that's Marty, you reviewing that show, and Eric Observe on Acting Wild Black. Uh-huh. I want to say the Misbelief Radio Show, 
But that's just like mm-hmm. such a like asterisk because okay, technically it's back. But it's not back. I don't know if they're gonna be uploading on Podbean and stuff for you to even peep. So but go check the back catalog. Go check them out. But yeah, we have to see what's going, what's going on, on forward. The On The League podcast. No, on The, the League. They just dropped two whooped back-to-back joints. They was, talking, they was talking that shit. They even raised, on one of the episodes, they raised that question about what we were talking about, about like, you know, if, if your partner decides to be celibate, but you're not with it, what do you do? Uh, even the ladies over there was like, well, you can't just be making a decision for people. Like, yeah, <laughs> I totally agree with that. You can't make but, a decision for people. You can't make them for yourself, though. Hey, their point of view is always funny and always warranted. Mm-hmm. Uh, shout out to the We'll Figure This Out podcast, Jay Skills, Lido, and all them, and Kiki. Right. The Misses in the Mic podcast, who did, oh, my girl Bree did ask, which one of these Sundays can we link up to do a crossover? Man, uh, the Sunday as I, like, as I finished doing the player, like the next Sunday after that, like this, this Sunday is the last Sunday I'm done. Well, Saturday. Sunday, I'm going to take that Sunday to rest. But the next Sunday after that, I'm about it. Okay. Which Sunday did you say? Man, I don't even know at this point. You just said a whole bunch yeah, of things. you said so many things. Yeah. Uh, I don't know which Sunday I don't Sunday know. Just, was. like, find out what Sunday they so want to do. So, let me do this Sunday. Fuck it. I don't care. And then, uh, which Wait, not now this Sunday. fucking work it out. Yeah, we do this Sunday. Sunday. You're free this Sunday? Yeah, I'm free this Sunday. Hey, there's a play. It stops on a Saturday. Oh. You want to do a Sunday? We shall see. It might be this Sunday. I have to get this podcast out really quickly. What's it, what is today? Wednesday. Wednesday. I'm not against it. It might be a little last minute for them, but we shall see. We'll, we'll, we'll keep that to the tip. Yeah. The, I think the best. Well, we'll, we'll, we'll uh, talk about it. Yeah. The 5 and 420 podcast. The Sugar Sass Sarcasm podcast. Mm-hmm. And the Home Video Hustle. Home Video Hustle podcast. Shout them people out. They do their talk. Yes, so, uh, on side B, man, we need to start this thing off with that. Sweet. It to fit <laughs> of the day. Damn, that's, that's tasty. Mm-hmm. That is really tasty. Yeah. It's nice and it's scrumptious. You nice know, and chopped up. It's when we, as we get to topics that might be a little too heavy for the side A. On side A, we like to keep it light, but on side B, we like to get into some shit. Yeah. Uh, after that, it to fit of the day, we get into those old America. Which is your friendly reminder, just where we stay and just what the fuck we be having to deal with. Ouch! Yeah, you know streets. the streets. Then we get to that no, huh? Bitch, I know you lie. That's when we talk about things outside our New Orleans bubble. That's tripping our heads out just a little bit. Yeah, just a little bit. A little less, bit. Less cooler places than ours. And we in that bit over there. Here, highlight. This is where we take the time to shine light on someone who's doing good in the world of pure D. Fuckery. Fuckery! Oh, that's fuckery! Fuckery. And then we highlight y'all in the next couple of couplers, you hear me? So, yeah. you know, without any further duas, without any more duas, we're gonna light the blunts up because we are the Pothead Potty Mouth Podcasters. Yeah. Yeah, if you folks. didn't know already, this is a podcast that's not suitable for work, meaning you should have to <laughs> Don't cut this shit on at work. Boy, what? <laughs> Boy, you trying to get fired? If you got kids in the car, if they're averse to swear words, yeah, you gotta put some earmuffs on them or catch this podcast later. Put the kids to bed. We giving you all the warning shots right now, man. Light is being flickered. Everything. Let's go. Let's get it. That's who fade. We with it. Let's get it. first gun. He ready to murder. He out of control. Like a swole on bourbon. I don't even drink. If I see you, I ain't see you. Nah, I don't even blink. Nah, I don't even think that I'm here. 
But if I see you and I like you, I'ma smile. Is this really who I am? Huh? Then versus now, life is too wild. This shit is out of hand. I'm just trying to live, but y'all don't give a damn. I'm just trying to be cool. I don't want to lose my work, lose my mind, lose my smile, lose my shirt. But if you know me, then you know I go berserk. Then you know I go berserk. Then you know I go berserk. So first up in that into what's going on? What's going on? I know it's gonna be exciting. Rest in peace, Kobe Bryant. Like that. Oh happened. no! Yeah. It happened while we were gone. It happened while we were gone. I know it's gonna be exciting. So you can start with stuff. Then you can put that later, Mark. It happened while we were gone. Oh man! It happened while we were gone. Okay, well let's let's just get this out of the way now. First of all, yes, rest in peace, Kobe. Fucking the Black Mamba. The B. The Black Mamba, dog. The deadliest fucking snake. In the world, rest in peace, dog. Like even if, even if, and your daughter Gigi, Ash, God, I mean, really everybody, Gigi, and, like the and, other families. Go ahead, dog. That's the like, most funniest part about everything. Every time anyone ever speaks on this, and I'm about to do the exact same thing, and we're all doing it. It's unfortunate, yeah, but that's the way life goes. Yeah, it'd be like, man, rest in peace, Kobe Bryant and Gigi Bryant. And other seven people. Yeah, I'm sorry. Why? <laughs> because we, we know Kobe respect. and Gigi. No, we don't know those seven people. I know, I know, I know. We can't be mad at ourselves. Those are fresh names. I but we say our parents name now. Other seven people. I forget a bitch name from week to week, dog. Sidebar, sidebar. It was so funny. Somebody came into my mentions and they was talking about. And they were talking because on, on the day that it happened on my story, it was Kobe Bryant. Everything, like everything, like I was like, because if you even watch. I, all my reactions of when I first found out, because I first found out like like ten minutes after TMZ posted, I just happened to was I'm looking at some shit for the podcast. I happened to go on TMZ and they say ten minutes ago they put Kobe Bryant dead, and that just takes everybody like what the fuck? Yeah, you yeah, know what I mean? yeah. yeah. I so he like, came to me with no that way. shit, son, and I was like, who sent you that? He said, Batch. I said, where you got it from? He said, TMZ. I said, and TMZ. Wait till it come on something else. But TMZ is shiesty, but they're not wrong. I don't say they're wrong or not, but I'm just like. All right, TMZ got the scoop, but they don't got the full story. They got the main Maybe, story. Maybe, right. They got the main story, That's though. one thing. They did not have no... They kept it 100. So, to yeah. other stations, like, one, this nigga lost his job reporting the wrong shit. about all four Kobe Dallas died yeah. and shit. He yeah. said this shit on the air. He had to lose his job. TMZ kept it to the facts, but what they knew, Kobe did. That's all they knew. They they knew that. They, they, they ran that shit, and what and, and, and the thing is, it's kind of fucked up. I mean, um, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna get back. I'm gonna get back to you. I just want to say, uh, the, the, the trippy shit is when it, when when it happened. Um, this chick hit me up, and she was saying that uh, like she like hates on social media. Like we only shout the um the, rich, the the famous people, and I'm saying, well, you can't like blame people because. You're going to attach the people that you know, even if slash when and eventually they did let out all the other names. But they gonna, they, those names are going to come up and people are going to read those names and then and they're going to forget them within five seconds of reading the names because they have no like no connection to it. Yeah, them. you can't fucking say that. Like you It can't is totally com- not the same thing. That is a false comparison, dude. Like One person Kobe, touched the world. Another right. person was in the world. And yeah. I, yeah. I, I'm not saying but you know, I, just, a, just a sheer amount of respect. You gotta get that fucking dude, bro. Like he really worked his ass off. Like he really, he put in the fucking man hours to like make his shit what it was, dog. And he died so fucking young, dog. Like and fucked up. And in, in a in a fucked up way, dog. And like he was a great fucking person, dog. Like I don't know, it's just fucked up. It's just really crazy, bro. Like love on your peoples, dog. Really, son, like, it's, I don't know, man. Like, I feel like it happened so fast. Like, it was just 
It was such a random thing. Yeah, he died at 41. It was such a random thing. Yeah, 41. That's very young. And, and Tracy McGrady spoke about how Kobe, how Kobe told him years ago that he wanted to die young and leave a large legacy. <laughs> and that's just crazy when you call that shit. I know he didn't want to die that tragically, but goddamn. Yeah, I'm sure they want to die with a girl. The whole another they said they found a body still holding his daughter like the whole time. That is one of the worst ways to think of a person dying like that. You got to die knowing you got to look in your kid's eyes and like you can't do nothing about it. All you can do is hold them to y'all both. Like that is horrible. That is horrible. That's the worst side of the the thing, the dog. But But one thing I wanted to piggyback on is like what you're talking about impact when it comes to Kobe Bryant. Yeah. And the fact that like we talk about that mama mentality, dog. Like we grew up with Kobe. You know what I mean? Like... From like I said, when you say he was brandy, that he took brandy as his date to the prom. Yeah, and shit. Like, it's like, like, like that's all that fucking. We remember, a rap song. We remember him going from high school to, um, to skipping right. college, going to the NBA. We remember the young phenom. You feel me? Like Kobe was intrinsic. Like like I often say, we was young as fuck for Jordan. I remember Jordan. That's my elementary, but I was cognizant in myself for Kobe because that's middle school and high school really yeah. watching his ascent. So like the the fact that he stood for like. Work ethic, work, work, yeah, work. Shit, you know what I mean? That his this work ethic and him representing the archetype of just high level work, work ethic, dog. Transcended basketball, son. Yeah, you hear me? I wasn't even the biggest sports nigga, dog. But just to keep up with my niggas talking, I'll go watch Kobe just because I'm like, okay, these niggas, everybody talking about Kobe because it's like, yeah, yeah, yeah niggas, you gotta Jordan, dog. You gotta respect right. that shit, dog. So, Kobe Bryant, the Bean, Black Mamba, Kobe was my greatest enemy on the basketball court. Kobe was so cold that he was like, you knew you had to see him every time they in the finals. Almost like how LeBron is. Like, you're going to see Kobe. When he was with Shaq, they dominated. You know what I'm saying? Took over the fucking game. You watched all that. The West destroyed it. It was the one-two team. It was hard watching Shaq talk about it. Oh, yeah. It was definitely yeah, hard to so watch stuff. Man, it was real hard to watch Shaq talk about it, man. Oh, Shaq, man. Man, so boom, Kobe we got Bryant. we got we got that Kobe Bryant. Right. Then we got the Kobe yeah, Bryant who goes on and like he doesn't have Shaq anymore, but he still goes for another ring. You dig and another ring. Then he has a squad that really ain't too good, and he still pulls out another ring. He goes for a free throw. He goes to get for a shot. Fucks up his Achilles. Tore his Achilles. Comes out shoot the free throws before going back. You know what I'm saying? One of the toughest competitors of all time in the game. He's definitely studied under the replica of Jordan. You know what I'm saying? His mirrors are too moved. But the thing that I see that about Kobe is like he was a, a more of a, a slithering killer with it. You know what I'm saying? Like Jordan was really like a, a blow gunshot that was like, bop. I'm not comparing the move. No, it's not about comparing. I'm talking about, no, this is about game. You got, I'm talking about game. This is not about comparing who's better. This is about how game play. You know what I'm saying? So, like, Jordan was more of, like, a pow, you know, dunk in your face, while Kobe Bryant was more of a silent, like, whoof, take you out, boom, going back down the court, whoof. Then he goes on to drop 81 points. Them niggas about the same to me from watching them both, bro. They like, are, you see but they have different gameplay. Yeah, yeah like, when you get to a, to a certain level, dude, I remember watching them both. One's a snake, and one's a fucking, uh, one's, like... Like Kobe fucking, do a lot. Kobe do a lot of George. No, shit. they do a lot of the moves the same, but like how, like, like how, like you can see like how they how they grit in their face of how they take a play out. Kobe will take you out like, like it just when Jordan take you out, he let everybody in the whole the gym know, bitch, I done took his nigga out, he's gone. When Kobe take you out, Kobe is like, who done sniped this man? 
It depends upon who he playing though, because certain niggas he had vendettas with. Oh, that's but that's what he dropped eighty one points. He dropped eighty one points. You right? You right? Because sometimes he do be on that solid killer. I'm cold. I'm speaking for myself. Shit, with certain niggas, he get rid. That nigga gets brawling, I, him and I used to go yeah, at it. Dog, him and uh, so like his whole class, everybody he came in T-Mac, with, all them, T Mac, all them, son. Like certain the, the stars, he is different with his superstar yeah. Kobe versus okay, I'm gonna be respectable Kobe. Yeah. But either way, it go you got you had a gunner. Then assassin. He goes on from '81 to goes on and, and retires after making five rings. You know what I mean? He goes on to retire. He on his last game. Shoot sixty, I think it was sixty-two points. Yeah, something like that. Like he was yeah. up in, in the high realms for his last game. Uh-huh. He was like, "No, Kobe about to fit. Like, girl, he yeah. about to do another one." Epic finish. Epic dog, Mamba out. Then he goes on and writes a poem, which makes into a a, 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 a movie, basically a short little quick skit novel, basically about his life in old to basketball. Wins mm-hmm. him an wins him an Oscar. Then he gets the Mamba girls team. Then he gets more like like like. Things about Kobe Bryant, I could just go on and pay homage to, because he was the greatest player I ever seen that to go against. He was one of the, like a great leader as far as fatherhood, and on court, off the court, people talk a lot of things about Kobe. Whether it was his work ethic, whether he slapped your ass up for not passing for passing the ball. Nigga said he enough. took the whole squad of Kobe's off the team because y'all niggas is soft. <laughs> He's like, boy, they they was playing soft. What game? He took he told the whole team, take my shoes off y'all feet. Y'all mm. playing too soft. Mm. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> That's mama mentality. That's a lifestyle mentality, bitch. Y'all can be playing like that and wearing my shoes on your feet. Put on these Charles Barkley's. <laughs> Put these Barkley's on. Put these Barkley's on, man. <laughs> Yeah. Fuck yeah. wrong job, Come man. on, bro. And fuck all them people that came out. I understand, you know what I mean? You're going to have your feelings about them because of the rape case and everything. I understand I mean, that. You, man, you, you know, son. My G, you dog. Know. Whatever the, you know they going to Whatever the dog. details are, dog, I feel yeah. like it was the most tasteless shit ever to make your shit ring the day of and the day yeah, of the fire. You know what I'm saying? Shit, like, you know, you could just you know not say nothing. You know, Somebody just, you know. white men, but you could just shut the fuck up. Like, because that was what I was kidding. I was like, dog, have your opinion. Because, like, the thing, like, if, if you believe he did, if you followed that case like that, and you believe he still did, and you feel like he hasn't rehabilitated and done everything he could do to try to change and grow as a person, which it seems like he's done, but whatever the case may be, you can still choose to let the people that's mourning him mourn him. I felt like that was the most tasteless shit you could do. You know what I mean? It was, but I feel like it was it was also kind of expected, at least to me. It's the most American thing she could do. I would, I would, I would fucking hope that Freedom people would... Let the dead rest, but niggas don't let speech. the dead. Niggas don't let the dead and rest. Niggas don't let the dead dead rest. Especially on the internet, and people yeah. just like to be provocative. Yeah, people that, like to be negative as fuck. People all like of to be that. Provocative. People like to be Both fucked of those up. Things. People, are, people, are, there's some behind this keyboard. People are already fucked up behind the keyboard. They really more fucked up because they, they don't have no morals and rules and laws that can put them against them or some paws to put on them. And everybody's trying to rant, badly, um rally behind getting the NBA logo changed to Kobe because of the tragedy, but a lot of people saying that's most likely not going to happen. Nah, that's a not lot of happen. politics. As much as I love and Kobe. the whole rape case thing don't help him either. Yeah. They and I ain't gonna lie, as much as I love Kobe, <laughs> there's many tragic niggas that died in basketball. Yeah. Tragically. Yeah, there's, yeah. A lot, there's a few yeah, stories. Yeah, ain't all that like Kobe. Though, right? No, them niggas like, had great stories too, you know what I'm saying? Kobe has a great story, but like, I don't nah, know. The only thing I think they can Kobe. do it is Jordan. I think Kobe and Jordan are the two that will have the biggest yeah, uh, the arguments biggest that you can have. Because yeah. it's like you said, them other niggas, you can't name them. Kobe is Kobe Bryant. Like a whole generation still says, Kobe, that's a whole nother level of basketball Kobe, player. Yeah. 
Michael Jordan still Kobe. sell his shoes to a generation that didn't even see him play. Yeah. So that's a whole nother level of basketball. They've never player. seen Jordan play. <laughs> <laughs> they got Space Jam to go off on. You see what I'm saying? So that's what they like. Them other niggas, like, if you're going to ever change that logo, Jordan and Kobe should be at the front of the fucking list. I think Period. that's the only two. That's the main the two that's on the list. Like, who else is on that the list? The only, you say, that's the only two that should be on who that else, list though? at this point, G. Like, not even man, any honorable mention, man, because that shit, the basketball time is too neutral. Right. Yeah. And it's this old, and it's white man at that. Well, I don't know. You look like a brother where you built it. you white man. Where you ain't go. You want to turn him blue? I ain't saying no, no. I'm just saying that the person is based off as a white man, and some of is the it? people, yeah, oh, some of the people, yeah, some people inherently ain't gonna want to change that. Even ironically, right? As big as bas- black people are in basketball, like in all sports, <laughs> black people dominate basketball. The archetype logo is based off a white player. Ninety percent of every team has black people on it. The white people are really the minority in basketball. Gee. Gee, we say, hey, change it to this black player we all love. Yeah, go fucking crazy. <laughs> change it. And most people don't know this, but to the people that matter. To the people that matter, his name is Jerry West. Now, that's a oh. white man. That is who oh, Jerry West's a dog. That he's okay. a dog crazy. Okay. Kobe's a dog too. <laughs> Kobe dog ass need to be the logo guy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You may be playing. They got, they, they got the money. They always got Jerry West. Yeah, we, we got, got Jerry West. West. We ain't got, we got nothing. We ain't got nothing else. We, we got, got Jerry goddamn West. We got the whole brand. We, we got, got the wild, wild motherfucking West. All right? We got the brand. We got the brand. It's ours. We got the corporate building. Basketball is ours. It says NBA West. <laughs> Jerry West. Jerry West. NBA Y. <laughs> Jerry Y. West. Negroes basketball. That's all. That's it. Let's get it. But like, like, yeah, man, fuck them people, recipes, Kobe, and all prayers got to go to his woman, dog. Yeah. Vanessa, oh my god. Like the family, the other kids he has, you know what I'm saying? Like the a sister, the mother is going through. Like it's the whole. It's, it's such a fucking sad story, man. And it's really sad. But you know, fuck, I don't know, man. I cried during LeBron's tribute when they had it in Usher's song, Amazing Grace. Man, a lot of niggas cried. Niggas yeah, crying. Yeah, very yeah. it's hard. Emotional. I told somebody, I said, you know what? It's hard not to cry seeing other black men cry. It's just, man, the whole story is tragic, bro. Yeah. And I love that the girl dad thing that came out from it. Yeah. Because one thing we were talking about off mic was like, man, like, I hate the fact that people try to hijack it with this boy mom and girl mom shit. It's like, you know, everything ain't for every fucking body, dog. Sometimes you got to let people have they just do. Because if you, if you look at our society, dog, we oftentimes herald sons. We all, but fathers usually herald their sons. Usually it's the mama and son dialogue and diatribe. But a lot of times, Mother's Day is way more put on a pedestal than father this day you know what i mean a lot of times dads don't get they just do and daughters of dads don't get they just and daughters in general don't get they just do so for this tip for this for both of them to begin shine girl dad but for this to just be a, a, a freaking viral thing i thought it was beautiful and i thought these other motherfuckers should sit, sit down and let the girls and their fathers have a moment straight up girls and down. And the girls and the guys and the guys i don't know people gotta be people everybody want, wants attention you know? i and when Trayvon died, that whole that a boy mom thing going where mothers did the viral thing with their sons, and I ain't see a whole plethora of dads being like, "Hey, hey, man, 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 man. hold on now." His father was alive and in his life. Come on, son. They got a whole. They got whole societies that are like, like they say, nigga, you can have as many boys as you want, but only one girl. We gonna throw the other ones in the pit. Like what the fuck? Right. Like no. In China man, you have a girl you get your kids. Son, son. It's ridiculous. So it's just it's just trippy, son. But uh, yeah, man. Moving on from Kobe and all that, man. Hug your people like D Max said. Love your daughters, 
Love your daddies. Love them all. We gonna move into the 49ers blue. They might they might have like uh, become the new Atlanta where they blew that lead. I don't think they even know. I didn't even. I didn't even I just think my home's that cold. That's fine, but they still like blew a very three touchdowns in the fourth quarter. My yeah, no, my home's is a monster. That's my home's is good. That man. is monstrous shit, but that's still a lot for a team to <laughs> you dominating for the first whole four four quarters. Then you lose the game. Lose the three end. consecutive in the end. That's some Damn. shit. <laughs> That's some shit, my G. But wow. that's not what I'm talking about. That's not the point. The point that I want to talk about is um, Jay Z and Beyonce was blasted because they sat and down. They sat down, right? During the anthem, and there's other it's white people other saying, saying "Everybody sit down." And other people sit down too, but because they were blasted for it, and they were saying, "Man, how you protesting?" Right. And you just then you said that right. uh, we overstayed, we over kneeling now. So what right. you doing sitting down? You just stand up, people. You know, people's coming at Jay kind of ways, and they had the white people coming at them like. You need to stand your ass up. Uh-huh. What the fuck you doing? You're not being given the math, nigga. You said you work with the guy down in the NFL. We need to stand up with that. And the NFL was like, for nigga for life. Nah, was so crazy. stay on up. And I'm just like, dog, why y'all like, come on. Because, bro, people, people just want to get you, son. People just are always just waiting to just get you. Oh. So, like, I hate it. What that nigga Jay-Z said? He said that they... Well, first off, before we, before we say what Jay-Z said, how y'all feel about them niggas, you know, sitting for the anthem? I, I could care. give a fuck less, dog. Son, I don't give a fuck. I don't give a fuck. Nigga, what? All. I was living focused on the game. They sat down, sit up, whatever, nigga. You work for the NFL. Cause like, like, I don't give a fuck, No son. matter what they okay, did, no, no, they were going to catch Okay, that's, that's not the question. And point. I love Beyonce. Wait, pause, so pause, pause, pause. That's not the question I mean to ask. How do you feel about the backlash is what I mean to ask, y'all. About them. Get sitting for the anthem. You think it's justified? Either, no, it's not about giving a fuck. I'm saying, do you feel like it's justified, or you feel like it's just come on, y'all? Some I'm, I'm like this. You heard me? Jay Z <clears throat> said some lot of uh, contradicting shit, and uh, now he's doing things that look like different actions. He ain't gotta respond, but they're gonna be niggas that's gonna be quite checking that, and he gotta expect niggas to check that because he said some shit that was all wishy washy towards whether he was on one side of the fence or the other, and because of that, um, them niggas oh, they is their responsibility to check him? Is Jay? Responsibility to respond or not? For as me personally, whether uh, I think that do or uh, is it just or not, I don't really call to say. I know how I feel about it is that nigga live your life. Cause real talk, I'm not really thinking about you, Jay Z, on a sense of level. I, I did see you did some good shit with the NFL. We brought they, they did buku money to get something. I forgot what it is, mm-hmm. but um, like fuck it, somewhere between you and the devil and God, there's some work being done. I feel like it's such frivolous news. That's what I thought. That's what you I know. feel like, dog. Like I feel like it really don't. <clears throat> I think they be trying to take matter, the answer. That's, they be trying to play my dog. My yeah. dog was just sitting. I mean, either way it go, it just seems like such frivolous news. And I understand that why it's news because of everything that you just said, Joe. He been so wishy washy, been talking so much shit that now anything that you do, especially at the Super Bowl, nigga checking, nigga like, oh you at the Super Bowl? Oh, you got thought you know uh-huh. what I mean? Yeah, you know I mean you put in the rap lyric you, on on record. Yo, oh, it was funny, your girl they all thought and, was performing for the Super Bowl. Um, what's her name? It's Kofi? Uh, Safi? I know Shakira and J Lo did, and they, 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 they and they got a bunch of bullshit because they was apparently being too sexual during the halftime show, oh, and then people, it like, it. white Becky moms was tripping out, save but then it. people was like, but y'all weren't tripping about naked ass Adam Levine the right. previous year, yeah, yeah. glistening, like a Tyler Perry play. Come on now, save it, so tatted like, up, like, tatted up. But like, um, I'm just crying and fucking complaining. Uh, it's just it's one of those things where 
At, at a point, you just got to accept Jay-Z made a business move, and what comes from it comes from him, man, leave this man alone. But I felt like his his response was goofy. What did he say? Jay-Z says he and Beyonce sitting through the Star Spangled Band at the Super Bowl was absolutely not a protest of any sort. It was simply two moguls hard at work. Jay was at Columbia University Tuesday and addressed the video. Uh, showing, and it showed him being blue ivy seated as Demi Lovato belted out the national anthem. As Columbia, uh, Columbia professor asked him if he remained seated to convey a signal, and Jay quickly replied, it actually wasn't, sorry. He said Beyonce told him she was thinking what Demi must have been going through in the seconds before starting the anthem, because as Jay put it, Beyonce performed at the Super Bowl before and I haven't. He said they got to that season where laser focused on Demi's performance, but from a business standpoint, we immediately jumped into artist mode. Jay added, I'm really just looking at the show. The mic start, was it too low? Uh, was it too low to start? He wanted to make a point. He was concerned about the audio and all aspects of the show for a very good lead reason. Remember Jay Z's Rock Nation, blah, 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 I feel like it wasn't even nothing that deep. Oh, I that's, that, what I, right. that's what I'm I saying. Right. I feel like he created. I feel like he created. Th- this is deeper than what it was. Yeah, just to fucking quell the fucking chatter. But I feel like it's honestly, he probably just sitting down. Exactly. Yeah. That's what I think. I think he just had. I feel like it just happened to just be sitting yeah, down. Yeah, he was just I'm sitting, sitting down. down. Do you understand how old Jay Z is? Sometimes he wants to sit down. Beyonce, I'm on now. So she's like, let me sit my ass down, man. We see. We gonna make all the girls stand up. Like, I was just stupid. Like, and it's a Super Bowl game. I didn't give a fuck about this game. Like, really, no. I was in there like, Jay-Z, why is you going this deep? We went mobile mode. Because he has to, dog. Because he was trying to This is one of the dumbest things I ever read or heard him say. I was like, chicken. You ain't to say nothing. You made me like really get back on your side and want to defend you right fast. I'm like, chicken, you know, it also real shit. If you did decide to sit on some shit, the third verse still is some racist shit. In no other country, you ain't gonna have some Jewish people going on. You going, hey, you, you do that new Hitler mixtape? Uh-huh. They, they, they remix some old Hitler music. You won't hear it. And you ain't gonna expect that. You ain't gonna hear nobody wanting to name their child Hiroshima in the Japanese community. Like, there's certain things you just know naturally you is disrespectful. Name Hiroshima. <laughs> you know? Come on. Oh, man. So, generally speaking, son, um,. Like I, I don't I don't understand why like these white people are still remaining to be hard pressed on any of this this stand for the thing when Same you sitting in your fucking baby. house. You stand in your house? Because they need any sort of ammo they can get so they can make our movement seem trivial. Invalid, yeah. yeah. They want any kind of anything. So stupid shit like this, they always gonna try to fucking milk something off of it. Dude, it's goofy. It's silly. It's getting kind of stupid. <laughs> God damn it. But moving on, man. Moving yeah. on. Um, apparently, Nancy Pelosi ripped up. Uh, they just made the news. Uh, oh, yeah. She, Trump's speech. She the speech. Yeah, so, it I was look, a manifesto of mistruths, she said. I'm looking at two different things, though. I'm looking like the rest of the world probably looking at us like they can't keep their house in order. Like, like, like their house. They can't keep their house clean. I mean, they probably been saying that, dude. I'm about to say The moment we let Trump in. For yeah, yeah. <laughs> and you, you uh, these ain't even before then, G. Before then, dog. That's, that's always Reagan. a funny story. But, I mean, so what? She she tore up a piece of fucking paper. And it was all, and, and Mitt Romney, apparently, his Republican ass, he's saying that, yes, I'm going to ride yeah. against Trump, and I'm going to try to get him convicted because I got morals and... That's what my spirit is telling me. He sounds like he's trying to run for fucking president. president. Exactly. He's my spirit telling me that I boy. should run. 
that boy is angling. <laughs> I'm trying to take over. That boy is angling. I'm not impressed. I'm not yeah, impressed. Yeah. I, I peeped I peeped that baddie too, my dude. I was like, oh, I see you. I see you, mate. Yeah. I don't care about no tear piece of paper. I don't care. He ain't shake a hand. This dumb nigga is going at walk. That's what I expect in walk. It was it was cute optics. It at was. most. But I want to see some action happen. I want to see some shit happen for real. Like. What Nancy Pelosi about to do to get this nigga out of here? Is she, is she gonna like? There's nothing she can do. My only thing is this, dog. Unless, unless, unless this only thing, the main thing I need to have on the table is he can't. If we do all this shit, he can't run again. If we doing all this shit to prevent him from running again, then yes, continue, proceed, take down the big bad wolf. If he can still run, even if we impeach him. And his and he can still get the support of his constituents and possibly even still win. Then what's the point of all this shit? And that's what I just need a very clear understanding of. Is we gonna do all this and put this nigga back in office? You know, for another four years. As 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 far as I know, he can he can he can still run. Cause see, that's what that's when you lose me. If he couldn't run, like that would be front page news. Yeah. Because, I mean, you doing all this fighting because I think we said this on the podcast before. If be this strong. was like year two of Trump, y'all had y'all finally got him, y'all about to take him to court year two, then I'd be a bit more excited. You can take him to court. But you know what I'm saying? that Because you taking him to court year four when we about to vote any goddamn way. It don't feel as exciting. But, it's but it exciting. would be exciting if it came down to, oh, we're doing this shit to make sure but he you can't couldn't, run. You couldn't, you couldn't do it in year two. You had to do it when he's on his way out. You can't take a president to court. He is still a president while he's taking the court. What you talking about? Yeah. No, like, no, like he's getting impeached, but he's not going to court. Son, but at the end of the day, no, you, I don't know what you're talking about right now. I don't know. When he goes true. to court, like when he goes to court, there had to be at his presidency. They're about to acquit him, though, so I mean. But you can impeach a, you can impeach a sitting president? No, you can impeach, but like that's not going to court. Impeachment is just, like it is what it is, you know what I'm saying? Like nigga impeach you, that's just. That's what it is. Like that doesn't mean like, you get removed from office. No, it doesn't get no. That doesn't get you removed from office at all. Like real talk, Nixon um, bowed out before getting impeached. He resigned because he wasn't trying to have that static. And that nigga Bill still finished his term. Yeah, he finished his term, but he couldn't come back. So we didn't know how. He, to he didn't had to come back. He had eight you, years. I already. know that's my point. Like we didn't know. We, we don't have no statute of a nigga four years in that's gonna see it through. We don't have it right now for modern times at least. So I'm just I'm, saying, I'm just at saying, the end like, of the day, I still will not be impressed unless he can't run again or unless this impeachment makes it so damaging. You know what I mean? Like, if there's no real penalties except for his reputation getting hit in history, and I want his reputation to get hit in history, don't get it twisted, but if, then we got to still do it with four more years. We got to find some fucked right. up ass walk around with this man <clears throat> down. He got raped on his legend. They couldn't get his ass out. You know how crazy that is? They got motherfucking underage girls accusing him of shit, and they still can't get this man the fuck on. That's ridiculous. Um, Coon and Terry Crews apologizes to Gabrielle Union. Too late, brother. What happened? So what let me. Say? I'm about to break it down for you because we ain't been here in a while tell, tell to, us, to, 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 to cover everything that went down. Wow, wow. So what did Terry Crews? So first, say? so first and foremost, all right. So y'all remember at the beginning of the year, though last year, Terry Crews was on this whole brigade because you know what I mean. And he got sexually assaulted. He got yep. Yeah. This yeah. this this uh-huh. high level agent played with his balls, and uh-huh. he had to let it happen because this big black man beating the shit out this little white man would have made all kind of wrong news headlines. You shouldn't have to let it happen though. And he, I but, mean, hey, hold on. Yes. Yeah, I sexually assaulted and he wanted support. 
The main people that supported him was black women. He went on record saying, black women have been the main supporters of me through this whole ordeal. I love you. I always got your backs. Okay. One of the loudest black women was a Gabrielle Union okay. saying, being very vocal like military, I hear you, but bo- bo- we got your back. Okay? Yeah, harder. We looked through harder. Okay. So uh, recently on America's Got Talent, Gabrielle Union was allegedly let go for getting into it with the execs over her black hairstyles, yeah, standing up that. to racist uh-huh. shit and sexist shit she uh-huh. felt like was happening on the set and uh-huh. such. So, um, Terry Crews happens to also work on America's Got Talent. And he okay. went on to, uh, I'm about to show you the little clip because the clip made me very uncomfortable. Oh, no. Um, because <clears throat> I felt like he exhibited this shit that, that, that often bothers me that some black people do. I hate when black people decide that they want to be scared to be black in front of white people. Uh-huh. Oh boy, that's uh-huh. gonna be black the most. I hate when you tuck your black. I ain't saying when you get around white people, you gotta be the most stereotypical of all nigger though. But I'm saying be who you are. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Just be who you are. Mm-hmm. I ain't saying up the cursing or anything. I ain't mm-hmm. saying eat more chicken. I ain't saying don't up no stereotypes. But don't 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 hide yourself. Don't be tap dancing. Don't be tap dancing. Don't yeah, be extra. Yeah, don't be sambo and shit. I felt like they asked that. Terry Crews this question, my nigga, and one person foremost, he didn't have old girl Gabby back. And secondly, dog, I felt like he was tap dancing in the He list. was tap dancing. Let me so see. So let me find this. Let me find this so you can see for yourself. All of that jazz. Million dollars from the city of Detroit. Let me tell you, we create that new controversy. We should ask you about the Gabrielle Union controversy. Of course, there are reports that her contract wasn't renewed because she reported... Um, a toxic atmosphere existed at the show. Um, you're at the show. Is, it, is is there a toxic atmosphere? First of all, I can't speak for sexism because I'm not a woman, but I can't speak on behalf of any racism comments. That was never my experience on America's Got Talent. In fact, it was the most diverse place I have ever been in my 20 years of entertainment. The, 20, the top 10 acts were Asian, women, older, younger, uh, uh, black, white—it was everything in the ga- in the gamut. Now I have to say this too: when you look at what the allegations are about, yeah. um, it was given by an unnamed source. Uh, my thing is, you know, it, it's funny because I believe you should listen to women. You should always believe women. So I asked my wife what I should do, and she was like, first of all, if if it's coming from an unnamed source, because Gabrielle Union has not made any statement to this day about any of these allegations publicly. So she's, I have not, I have reached out, but I have not heard anything. And so my thing was, my wife said, well, if she hasn't made a statement, why would you? Yeah. And I said, you know what, I'm going to listen to her. We should, <laughs> should, 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 should mention the NBC is still. All right. <clears throat> Welcome to the W. I feel like son, like okay, it's one thing because like before I add in the oh. fact that Gabrielle Union had made statements about this, and before I add in the fact that um his Twitter wife account. his 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 wife later even said nigga I didn't tell you to say all that shit. And before I even add in the fact that he later came and tried to say well before his wife said I didn't say that shit, he said uh I don't care 
I only, only have a woman's opinion I care because Gabby came at his neck after this. It was like, oh, thanks for throwing me under the bus, basically. You know what I'm saying? And he and he put a, a little cryptic tweet talking about, I don't care about any other woman but my wife. Not my daughters, not my sisters, not my auntie. Like, he do here like that. You care about your daughters if it's not your wife. That's all that. He said that bullshit. And his wife was like, you I think you're being subtle. Nigga, and his wife was like, I did not tell him to go up there and like denounce her and shit. Because when it comes down to it, even if you throw all that against the wall, son, the fact that my nigga, if you know, that this woman held you down when you was going through your shit. Some real G when shit, they right asked you that question, you should have said, "Look, I oh, can't speak I, I for it. None of that. I'm gonna support my sister, and we're gonna wait till there's more information to come out." Fact. Yep. This nigga went so over the top. Yeah. Yeah. That's what bothered me because he could have left it that look. It wasn't my. Boy, experience. I said it's the most diverse in my 20 years. Yeah, Fuck Friday. Right the next. Much. That's too much. <laughs> That's too much. I saw whites and Asians and Eskimos. Oh, I even SCDs, saw three herpes. turtles in a rack. They was wearing, like, what the fuck, G? Like, it was just killing yeah, me. That's like, a hell of a yo, job. it was like, you, was, said, you wasn't losing this job. Like, you yeah. must, it must be hard to get Eskimos like, right started, now. Like, job security. Yeah. Shit. It was Damn, like Disneyland. Dude. It was the most diverse thing I've ever seen in all of my 20 years of working. And I worked in a lot of black shit. And none of it was compared to America's Got Talent. Come on. All right. And let me tell you this. Let me you know, let me go on to add. I went to ask my wife because I ain't no woman, but I also don't think of myself either. So I asked my wife. I said, "Wife, what should I do?" And she said, "Nothing." Is what I'm about to say after this. Come on. I'm just about to make up some shit Come so on. it look like I can put it all on my wife, which is another bitch move, Terry Crews. How you gonna throw your wife under the bus like that? Cause you just threw her out of nowhere. Like, yeah, with my wife. My wife said, "Fuck her." Well, she ain't saying shit. You ain't gotta say shit. Sorry. Yeah, when the wife comes back and be like, "I never said that." That that really makes it look really bad. That makes it look. She really specifically bad. said, "I didn't tell him to do nothing." She ain't say yeah. like he lied necessarily, but he, she was like, "I didn't push Terry him to dog, say none of that shit." You tripping, son? I don't know what kind of steroids you on. It's like gee, I don't know if you were, like hitting the weights too hard. I don't know. I don't know, dog. Maybe you're dancing too I much. Can't. Too and there's three other black people on this panel. Don't get it twisted, but this is still a very white gaze, and it just felt like. Even like, white people looking like, all right. I mean, I, I feel like the other black, black people was looking at it like, like, okay, okay. damn, okay. Terry. Hmm. Like they wanted him to say the real. Right, well, you we can came tell. Say, hey, brother. That's how he came to him. They said, hey, brother, Terry Crews. <laughs> Yo, our sister. Yo, that's how. Gabrielle Union. Come on, man. we in union Wade. with each other. <laughs> union Wade. We love her. We appreciate her, and we want to know what you think about her and the situation she's going through. That's my baby guy, mama. Well, like you say, though, like, he could have just been like, you know, I can't really speak for her, but I mean, I, I got, got my back. support. I got her back. You know Boom, she had mine. That's the real nigga move. Now, he came back recently with Listen an apology. I'll tell you that. Listen to the back one. And this is what he said in his apology. All right, that he didn't say out loud. I told Kevin Hart a while ago he needed to acknowledge the pain of other people. Right now, I have to do the same thing. I want to apologize. Why you had to, why, why you had to put Kevin Hart out there automatically? Because he came at Kevin Hart neck. When Kevin Hart wasn't uh, being uh, diplomatic about his statements uh. about gay people. So he's taking his lick. Right now, I have to do the same thing. I want to apologize for the comments I made. I realize that a lot of black women hurt and let down by what I said and also by what I didn't say. I hear you. I respect you and understand you. I'm sorry and I'm here to support you. I spoke from my own personal point of view without first taking into consideration someone else's experience. I hear you. I respect you and understand you. And I'm sorry. I'm here to support you. Oh, my bad. I allowed disrespectful comments directed at me and my family to cause me to react angrily instead of responding thoughtfully. Mm. This certainly caused more harm and it is my hope that I can amend any pain I have caused to those who were hurt by my words. I allow, I, I want you, Gabrielle Union, 
I want you to know it was never my intention to invalidate your experience, but that is what I did. I apologize. You've been through a lot in this business. And with that, I empathize with the struggle toward fairness and equality in the workplace. You are role models of the entire black community. And in my desire to be professionally neutral as your coworker, getting a bitch, I should have at the very least understood you just needed my support. Sincerely, Terry Cruz. All right, number one, um, Terry, uh, it's a nice PR work. It's beautiful PR work. You know what I'm saying? The wording is great. You know, great words. Threaded nicely. Oh my God, threaded one magnificently. But like, um, it just reeks of they're about to fire you. Yeah, no, like, I haven't seen like, 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 like you. I feel like your white man giving them no pussy. Yeah. Right, that's the only pussy that yeah. matter. And that shit is the one that's not giving up. No pussy for you till you fix the shit with Gabriel Union. Right, you got black women mad at you. I can't understand with my black women, Terry. Yeah, get your yo black his, his woman super light skin. She probably like take get your black ass out of here. Cause that be the ones. The light skinned motherfuckers be having something to prove and shit. They be so militant. Right. My sisters! Yeah, 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 yo, yo, you gotta get this shit together, Terry. I ain't giving you no I'm losing strada on that ass, nigga. I ain't giving you no pussy till you get this right. Oh, are you a role model, Gabriel Union? I'm so goddamn sorry. I'm so sorry, Gabriel Union, to the whole community. The Everybody. world. And uh, Santa Claus. I think the most hilarious part about the story was Dwayne Wade's uh, response to all of it. What did he say? Someone please take Terry Crews' phone. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I like to hear. That's what the fuck I like to hear. That's how you do that. In a, in a funny and class way. That's how you end that shit off, yeah, my nigga. Like Someone please take this man's phone. So did y'all hear what happened with like the strippers? Which ones? And uh, the QC Million Dollar Bowl. Apparently, man, there was this big stripper event that went down, and uh, the, and Cardi B she like pissed off about the shit. I'm gonna play some of her going off about it. But uh, like, yeah, apparently, Come on, like, I don't wanna know, like, the, like the people who ran it like stiffed the strippers out, like, like, no, like, huh? Crazy amounts of money was made, and all the bras only got broke off for like eleven hundred dollars a piece and shit. It was like, Ooh. yo. Played them hoes. Like, I don't mean to call them hoes. Played them. Yeah. Played them. Played them black hoes. Also. <laughs> Did y'all hear that? Cuss on that you out of pimp bats? Played my bitches. Played my bitches. I should come and slap all them niggas. I need to Baby, go. where's my money? So, uh, yeah, man. See what Cardi be talking about, man. From customers. And my shit is that it's like, if you a bitch and you was going to steal money from the floor, if you fucking ugly as hell and you couldn't work, go get your fucking cousin to work instead of stealing money. And if you a nigga and you got on the floor to steal money off these girls, a lot of these strippers are moms. A lot of these strippers came here like hype up. Trying to dance and shit, but y'all niggas to steal money off the floor, you automatically to me have a pussy. Like if you steal money off the floor, you got a pussy, or your dick is little like a pussy. So it's just like matter of fact, you got a clitoris dick. You know how you, some bitches got thick clitoris? That's what you niggas got if you got on the fucking floor and took money from bitches. That's how I see it. I take that shit very fucking personal because I used to be a fucking dancer. So that, um. So that's one of the issues as well. And um the other issue is what was my third? What was I gonna say? I love you. Oh yes. And dancers, I love ya. I love ya to death. I'm like the ultimate stripper advocate. 
I'm the ultimate stripper advocate. I'm going to always have your back, especially because we're in an era there is like stripper, again, bartenders. I know the pain of being a stripper. But let me tell you something, right? People throw money when they hear a song that they really like or when the stripper is entertaining. Now, I was throwing money at songs that I know and that I like. <laughs> yeah, I, I should have vetted this because I need her to get to the to the to the meat of the shit. But dog, he had these pictures of like man, these chicks they were stuck out because they spent all their money trying to get out there. They just was like stuck out at like bus stops and airports and shit because they had no way home because they didn't get the amount of money back that they were supposed to get. Damn. And uh, like yeah, and I'm more sure she probably get into it's like an 11 minute tirade. Where everybody sit through an 11 minute tirade of going in about it. But like different chicks sent me this uh, story. And uh was like, uh, hey, you might want to talk about this on your podcast a little bit. I was like, okay, I got to get to it. Oh, um, what you bought? What, what she was saying so far, though. What you bought QC say from QC? To all the dancers that was at the party last night, please understand that we don't own clubs and venues. We don't control or make the rules of how many girls dance, who split or pay out, how much money gets stolen. I oh, yeah, like, like Cardi was saying, a lot of people were stealing money, too. I personally know a lot of money was thrown between our camp, and you all know this. We don't do contracts with dancers, start for any confusion that went on, but that's out of our control. We'll get better control next time we do this fun event. <laughs> oh, fuck you. <laughs> I fuck with that. That boy said, man, listen, son, we, don't, we just threw the money. We, we bought the spot, we threw the money. Several videos from the Million Dollar Bowl have serviced <laughs> online. In a number of clips, you can hear a voice over the speakers telling the dancers not to touch the money that was being thrown. <laughs> There <laughs> was also pictures being shared that appeared to be dancers' contracts, which stated money can only be picked up by club employees. Girls are not paid from that money, so y'all are fucking stripping, get the money thrown at y'all, but y'all can't touch the money. You gonna catch this eleven hundred? We told y'all we was gonna give y'all, and we gonna make hundreds of thousands. That's fuckery, dog. That's fuckery, G. That's all that money. They didn't do anything. All that fucking money, G. That's crazy. Dog and like that's like that's awful because that's like straight up like dog imagine that's slavery dog yo that is on some shit yeah, yeah. Hell, you, dog, you got, you got this money you, niggas. you got all this money to come in this station and you just say say fuck it you just like yeah, mm, I'm gonna take all this money now and I'm gonna give you peasantry I'm gonna give you enough to possibly get back home you have nothing without the women. Like, right. you have nothing without the ass and the women. Ain't no money would be thrown without the women. You're screwed without the women. So it's just, just me out. Like, how you gonna play the women without their money, dog? He ain't gonna last long. Niggas gonna take him out. He ain't gonna last long. Man. See how long he lasts. Dog, there was a school. No, I'm, I'm gonna say this for the Dose of North America. I mean, for the, uh, here, I'm not here, uh, no, huh? But uh, Diddy, Diddy ass, though. I want to, I want to end this shit off. It <laughs> made me laugh. Oh, so, Diddy pop out? This nigga here, dog, he made this big speech to the Grammys about how, like, man, he came at their necks because they yeah. didn't. Artists ain't paying shit like that. He said yeah. that the Grammys didn't appreciate, never, never appreciated black music. Um, that um, that are black artists and they need to get their shit together, etc. So it's like it was this great ass, like he broke it down real good, dog. Like Diddy went in, you feel me? And it, and then like to me, I often say like use your influence. To make a difference if you got it, you know what I mean. As it come like when we get to the hero highlight, the more the main motherfuckers that use his his influence, really he gonna get the main shot yeah. out at the end. But um, for Diddy, though, at the time everybody was like, yeah, Diddy man, tell it to them people, man, let the tell man know. Tell it like it is. But then Diddy, you gotta understand, son, like you didn't done this game too. You still Diddy, and you didn't done some Diddy bopping. Mm -hmm. So in niggas' pockets. So Mace, Mace came back at Diddy. And he Mace had some words to say to Diddy that I feel like Diddy need to, need to answer too pretty soon. Look what Mace had to tell him. 
May said, uh, I heard your Grammy speech about how you are now for the artist and about how the artist must take back control. So I'll be the first to take that initiative. Also, before we ask some other ethnicities to do us right, we should do us as black people better, especially the creators. I heard you loud and clear when you said that you are now for the, for the artist. And to that response is if you want to see change, you can make a change today by starting with yourself. Your past business practices normally has continued purposely starved your artists and have been extremely unfair to the very same artists that helped you obtain that Icon Award on the iconic Bad Boy label. For example, you still got my publishing from 24 years ago in which you gave me $20,000. Which makes me never want to work with you as any artist would after you know somebody's robbing you and tarnishing your name and when you don't want to comply with his horrendous business model. However, people would always ask, what's up Mace? So I'd be forced to still perform and not look crazy when I was getting peanuts and the robbery would continue. So many great moments in people's lives in this music were lost. But again, I roll with you in the face of death without flinching and you still wouldn't do right. I never said anything because I wanted to wait until I was financially great so I can ensure that I was addressing this from a place and not out of a pure place and not out of spite. Please, I'm good. I don't really need this. To add insult, you kept screaming black excellence and love, but I know love isn't free. So I offered you $2 million in cash just a few days ago to sell me back my publishing as his biggest artist alive that always showed you respect for you giving me an opportunity at 19 years old. Your response was if I can match what the European guy offered him, that would be the only way I can get it back. Or else I can wait until I'm 50 years old and it will revert back to me from when I was 19 years old. Damn. You bought it for about $20,000 and I offered you $22 million in cash. This is not black excellence at all. When our own race is enslaving us, it's about us owning. It can't be about us owning each other. No more hiding behind love. You change. Give the artists back their money so they can take care of their families. Oh! Boy, I said, listen, dog. I got the bread, so I want to let you know this is my place of purity. If you never give me my money, if I got to wait till I'm 50, I still got to tell you this. Give me my fucking money. And give everybody else their fucking money. You've been playing this dirty ass game for a long time. Nigga, don't let me tell you what they you talked about, big. Like, anyway, dog. <laughs> I can appreciate that. I can appreciate every word. Yeah. Every single word, dog. Nigga said, Diddy told him, if you could give me more than what that white dude is offering, then you can get it. Or you can get it back to you automatically when you get fucking 50. Like, I need Diddy to respond. Has he responded yet? You have to address this. Nope. Because you look like a dickhead right now. Son, Abbott going so in on the Grammys. Yeah, you just went in on the Grammys with this heartfelt bullshit. And right. optics-wise, people would think... I paid my artists! I paid all my... Not, not an artist in there in the whole world can tell you that Diddy did him wrong. And if you look at his track record, his resume showed that artists don't last long with him. Yeah, nah. yeah. I need Diddy to respond. And what do you have to say for yourself? And, and optics-wise, you would think that him and Mace was tied as fuck for a period yeah. of time. You made a lot of money off Mace. Diddy and Mace combination made so much a money. Lot of bread. So the fact that Mace, like, nigga, you bought it for 20K. I'm throwing it two mil for me. The nigga that is fucked. Right. And you are so paid, you're damn near billionaire, right. you're a billionaire, dude. son. This does not hurt your pockets like that. You get this for two for million? Two mil? You got it for 20 bands? You could even negotiate, because Mesa probably paid more. But negotiate with me. Negotiate with me. If you want I'll pay more, that bitch. I'll, I'll pay for it. But you going to say, I can't get it because the other white, because the white man ain't getting it, but you're going to lay up here and tell the Grammys that they don't appreciate black artists? Boy, boy get out of there, son. Boy. I need Diddy. I really, really, really 
want to hear him say something in response to this. Please? He got, Mason, all, Mason all you got to say is, I was wrong, Mace. Here's your shit. That's very, need to, that's very specific for a lie. Yeah, it is very specific, dog. I I need a response. That's all I can all I can say, dog. Mace got every fucking right, dog. Hmm. Don't don't play with that nigga, bruh. He hmm. got up on TV and acted like a pure angel. Hmm. And he got your fucking fucking publishing. Come on. Nah, dog. Come on. You yeah. got every fucking right, son. Come on. I need Diddy to respond. If he if if he really a fucking man, son, he gon' he has to say something. Yeah, say say fucking something, dog. Like this is some OG code shit. Come on, G. Like, come on, dog. And last up, we gotta get Tyler Perry read right quick. Apparently, well, I was Tyler Perry this time. Well, I ran into this article. It was on Facebook breaking down some rumors I heard that apparently this person got some opinions about Tyler Perry. Now apparently, you know, apparently like I can say apparently. He dropped that movie that he made in five days. Mm-hmm. I call it Tyler Perry's 48 hour film project. <laughs> and people had a lot to say about it. I'm just so confused as to why being the owner of your own company or well, you pushing yourself to even have to make a movie in five days when you really don't. Your whole studio full of shit. You don't have to do that, yeah. You own everything. Who's putting a gun in your head? Who's giving you a deadline? Your goddamn self. Me and Marty was laughing. Marty was like, it's Medea. Uh-huh. <laughs> Medea put a gun in that boy's head. Hello. <laughs> or, Hello, Perry. Or maybe this nigga's really broke on some shit. Nah, no. Okay, all right. I was, I, was, I was hoping that wasn't the rub or some shit. What? You asking for some food? Yeah, nigga, goddamn. Damn, you, you over there whispering and pointing about the fuse and this shit like we like what you talking about? I'm trying to like keep the show going. Anywho. That's gonna be way more distracting. I see you fucking weirdo. I'm like, what is he talking about? Shopper, 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 shopper. But um what I'm saying, um Okay, so well, all right. But like there's been so cause the thing is he's been in the news for a bunch of things, of course. And um, one of those things, you know what I mean, is this been mixed things. He got the whole situation up with the absolute respect of him opening up his own studio mm-hmm. and the absolute um, shitting on it because, my nigga, uh, you don't seem like you put in the best efforts with your movies. And he came mm-hmm. out talking about, as a way to motivate people, I write my own scripts. Now people are like, well, that's part of your problem. <laughs> uh-huh. So here goes some shit. like, that's it. <laughs> so here goes some shit that dropped. Feelings versus facts. Feelings. Tyler Perry gives black people jobs. Facts. Tyler Perry hires actors because people respond quickly to celebrities. It's not for the sake of the art. It's for the sake of endorsement. Seeing Felicia Rashad and Cicely Tyson on screen is all casting motivation meant to charm the end consumer and not the skilled developers who can assist him in executing quality work. It distracts us from what he is really doing. Tyler's actually been the cause of people losing their jobs, and particularly structural jobs. For example, he fired his entire black writing room in retaliation for seeking WGA union representation back in 2009 after their work on House of Pain. Black writers listed Kelly Griffin, Christopher Moore, Terry Brown Jackson, and Lamont Farrell. By his grueling work standards, these writers helped to, helped to pin over 100 episodes of Meet the Brown in a year's time. That man just claimed he wrote all that shit. Mm. Overworked and underpaid, these writers sought help from the union to sign contracts that would allow them to receive health care benefits and residuals mm-hmm. for their work. Mm-hmm. Perry fired them all and was written himself ever written the rest for himself ever since. This is consequently why his work is so rushed, disjointed, undeveloped, and poor. <laughs> wow. He is industri- industrially known for exalting quantity over quality and doing so as cheap as he possibly can. His money spent, much like Lee Daniels, is intended to gloat, not to grow. He will accept high money from outsourcing companies to produce at his facility, but he has absolutely no intentions of investing that profit back into the ones who've helped build it. No, 
Tyler Perry fired his writer's room via phone mere moments before the House of Pain series was scheduled for syndication. Syndication is when the big money rolls in. One of the writers, Terry, described the move as a slap in the face, while Kelly said she was afraid to speak out because she knew he and Oprah were good friends and she didn't want to get blackballed. This selfish act allowed Tyler to keep all of the product pro profits to himself since he owns 100% of everything, essentially causing the writers to leave him to leave with nothing after writing. 100 episodes. Feelings. Tyler did a great job at TBS. Facts. Tyler threatened to pull all of his shows from TBS if they didn't handle the Boondocks, a satirical cartoon series that once did a parody episode on Tyler. No different than SNL, Mad TV, or Living Color. Tyler and executive producer Aaron Magruder had programming on TBS at the same time. Tyler was, has, been, has more strength because his machine was cranking out more shows. Again, in retaliation, this is another black man. Tyler strong on the executives at TBS, and the episode was stripped from the roster and ultimately scrubbed from the internet. Oh. Tyler flexed his power to control the freedom of speech, the creation of another black man. Oh, no. Feelings. Tyler and Oprah were cool. Facts. Yes, they were they were cool for over a decade. It's reported that Oprah saved Tyler, bring, saved Tyler bringing them on to the, the own own network from TBS because although he had the most shows, his ratings were plummeting and he did not renew his contracts. Oprah also needed the help at the same time because she was just starting out. Side note, this was the same year, um, I don't give a fuck about that part. I hate when people add their own little, their little jibber jab in there. That's not the part I need. Talk about this. This is what, what I'm doing uh, from ATL. I remember all this. Like, uh, yeah. I, don't, I don't fucking fuck care about This is right when I hit that first block. <laughs> Dude, that's, that's crazy. Yes, yeah, I'm trying to find the rest of this now because she made me lose my spot. Uh, but even though, what? Tyler. Tyler, what you doing, son? What are you doing? Because we keep on begging and begging and being like, hey, son, can you please just produce young up-and-comers? Like, if they had your machine but, like, got to tell their stories, dude, like... He's you, like, but what about all the money? Like, dude, you would still make so much goddamn money. Yeah, but I don't make all the money. So Tyler and Oprah were cool until Oprah suggested to Tyler via a focus group that he needed to employ a writer's room to improve the quality of his work. Uh -huh. Once again, in Tyler, in classic Tyler Fury retaliation, he snapped at Oprah saying, isn't my work bringing in the numbers? Well, then let me do my thing and keep your focus group to yourself. Save a couple of shows running out the clock on own. They have obviously since parted ways because now he's with BET. You don't talk to fucking Oprah like that. Now your days are numbered. Feelings. Tyler helps black people. That's a fact. Facts. Tyler helps part of black people who do not question or challenge him. He offers yeah, high-binding, low-ball yeah. deals to extremely attractive, extremely accessible actors who he knows have little to no negotiation power in Hollywood outside of his opportunities. He knows the majority of these black actors cannot secure stable jobs outside of his universe, so he exploits their plight and crafts to epic levels just to keep his money rolling in. He grossly overuses these celebrities because he is very well aware that his audience is primarily a feeling audience that won't take the time to research the facts of how he became successful. Here's the lesson. Let's stop applauding dollars that don't make sense. Let's also stop cheering an abuse made to look like love. The worst offenses are the ones we inflict on each other. So before we are quick to say let's stop tearing this black man down, let's consider the black creative corpses he has left along the way of the names you do not have flashed in front of you. Knowledge is power and is available to all of us. No one is bitter when it comes to black art. We simply deserve better. Surviving Tyler's world can be incredibly difficult, but it's not impossible. Woo! All right. See that lighter? Oh my goodness. They already lit this motherfucker up. Right, that bitch was man. Left it smoking. He God damn. I think it was a chick. Either way it go. Well, yeah, either way. 
Yeah, man, check this out, dog. Everything I ever thought about, she broke it down so eloquently and easily. Cause like from feeling to fact, cause I was like, I do feel like that, but that's the facts. That's crazy. Nah, Tyler, you gotta do better. Gotta do way better. That's what it comes down to. You just gotta do better, G. Fucking stop tripping, son. Oh, that's fucking awful. And we see it in the pro- the proof is in the pudding. Yeah, it really is. We still have not seen him produce other directors and writers to do their own thing. That's the main thing that we really would want from a black studio. That's the hype of a black studio. Not because you get to just put out your shit by yourself. Right. It's the fact that, oh, we have a black man at the top so more black stories can be told. Not just from you. He's a, he's a tyrant. The dictator. You know what's funny? You gotta watch that Boondocks episode. You get your five seat. You still go find it. It's still out there. But um, the episode of Todd Perry, that boy was like a huge dictator. That boy told, like, mm. so the episode, Grandpa gets into the Tyler Perry play. And your boy, uh, when he auditions, he was like, if you get into the play, then you get into the movie. And if you get into the movie, you get into a TV show. And so, excuse me. And so, Grandpa decides to do the play. Then as he getting there, all the people in the fucking house are like fucking like zombie church members and shit. They're like, oh yeah, we love it here. We love it in the Tyler Perry house. <laughs> and at one point he calls uh, Grandpa in there and then he makes him denounce anything that uh, Ice Cube has ever made. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? He's like, do, do you denounce Ice Cube and all his makings? He was like, I do like Friday. Do you not denounce Ice Cube and all his makings? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I've and, never seen an episode. I remember, those, I remember the controversy. I've seen it. There were two episodes that year that got scrubbed. That one? In the BT one. Yeah. And I saw the BT one on some shit. But I've never seen it. Yeah, BT got his. Yeah, they they did one BT that got taken. Yeah, two that have been banned. I found the BT one, but I've never seen the Tyler Perry one or something. Actually, it's three been banned. Oh, three. What was the other one? The country one with the the country singer who was like about Uncle Ruckus. Like met this country singer who sang about like like niggas and shit. Like just like like a nigger here and a nigger there. And I was like like he met him and like and like he made a song like like he made a song for him to listen to, and when the white man listened to it. He loved this song so much he went to find who Uncle Ruckus was. <laughs> the whole episode for the half part, half part of it, Uncle Ruckus plays as his butler and Uncle Ruckus actually is a sick man. So he finds out he's actually Uncle Ruckus. So he feels like, fuck it, I don't care if you're black, you make the most racist, hated mucus ever. Come with me. Puts him on a show with him and nobody fucks with him because he's black. And so then this, this racist man has his epitome of like, you know what? We're just stupid. You know what I'm saying? Like he's like, he has his epitome of like, everybody's just stupid. But he still goes on to make racist music because now him and Uncle Ruckus together make racist music about Hispanic folk. Um, it's a hilarious episode, but it's about a real country singer, though. There you have it. That's all I can see, though. Like, uh-huh. Wow. But, uh, yeah, I think that's the best way we can all put it. Tyler Perry, bruh, you got to do better, son, because you really got all this power. At this point, it's not even about, like, shitting on him or nothing like nah, that. Nah, son, dog, like, like, come on, son, you better than that. You, Are you better than that? You can be better. You need to be. Really? You really can be better than that, dog. And all you it takes is be. investing actually into the community. Spread a little of this money around, nigga. Without your hands having to be. I know that fucking studio cost you all a lot of money. I think that's got to be the scary part. For somebody that was homeless to like and had to take full control to really make it to actually not have control, probably scary as fuck for him. But I'm like, dude, to really make the impact you need to make, you got to let the reins. Listen to Oprah, son. I ain't saying she's got that dog, but she do got the, 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 the resume to back it up to say, hey... I mean, it's common sense. A lot of people reached out to him online. Judd, Upper Tower, a lot, a lot of high-profile people was like, Tyler Perry, like, writer's rooms help. Like, come like, on. Like, chill out, bro. That's part of the game. Like, you can make your, your product overall better. It's di- different minds come together. Pay some fucking people, dog. Yeah. Put some dog. Come on, dog. 
two heads. I was How big does this Medea statue need to be? Man, it is what it is, y'all. But yeah, man, that was that. It to fit of the day. Yummy, yummy. Had to get in some shit, Jeremy. So, uh, yeah, man, let's get in that Dose of America. What's happening next? Bang, bang, bang. Do what you gotta do to survive in these hard times. You better keep a strap on your lap when it's war time. I come from the city where the skinny niggas die, but I might be your father, so I gotta stay alive. That's why I spit more fire than the semi 45. Growing up in the jungle turned me to a warrior. Now I spit it better than Biggie, Jigger, and Nas. No disrespect, it's just my competitive drive. Crank the engine, I'm on the road to riches. Raku Finish, I'm smoking O's and spinach. Bro, look what you started, I gotta kill it. I just hope you come and pay my bond when I finish Even the judge told me that my bars are convicted Cause I get these rappers to death row with every sentence I hope you lame niggas stop fronting for these bitches Cause you ain't really ballin' little daddy, you penny pinching. And I ain't saying I got a little homie, but I be grinding. Yeah, it's gonna take some patience, I know it's all in the timing My mama gave bread in the sky, her sun shining I'm a Kimber Light pipe, all I do is spit diamonds Throw the doors of North America why, 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 why our politicians always got problems? What? Your man Cantrell got got tax problems. She owe ninety five thousand dollars. Man, everybody's on Buku money. IRS gonna everybody owe IRS. <laughs> everybody owe. I ain't judging that at all. I ain't judging. It's just funny that our politicians always oh, crooked. I ain't gonna say crooked, but you know, always got something going yeah. on. They him uh, with the love. Know why? Because niggas been trying. To, niggas, the system ain't set up for us, so we trying to get over as much as we can. Because they be trying to fuck us anyway. She said they've been trying to handle that for like a whole bunch of years at this point. She says do the penalties. That's what she putting on. She says a bunch of penalties. She says she's been Jim. reporting, but I don't know. I really don't care about her taxes like that, dog. But it's been it was funny watching like I was watching this news story where they was interviewing people in the in the street about how they felt about it and how the different demographics felt. Oh, how white people I'm felt. Sure that that was as fuck. Okay, so Toy to destroy her. So. Upper middle class seeming white women. Oh no, she 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 needs to pay her taxes. They need to get together. How she's gonna da da da? Like they were appalled. They were fucking appalled. Hippie white dudes was like, well man, you know we gotta just take her at her word, man. You know we gotta give her a chance. Like the Bywater looking white dudes. Hmm. Um, they didn't interview. I, like there's two things I noticed they didn't really interview. I didn't see any black women, and I didn't <laughs> see any like. I saw maybe black women I even saw like one normal black, no, like one like. Like upper class, I only see no upper class white men. It was like hippie ass white men type of niggas. You know what I'm saying? Uh, old black men and regular black dudes. And the black man was like, well, I mean, there's one old black man where everybody got tax problems. <laughs> he said straight that up. straight up. Straight up. I'm mad You've been having tax problems since the medieval days. And it was his black man said, for real. I, mean, I, I think I, I, I forgot why I wrote down the quote, but he was like, she owe? Who she owe? He said, who she owe? You <laughs> <laughs> say the IRS or the IRS? Well, the IRS gonna get their money. Believe <laughs> that. <laughs> Boy, you can't ask a nigga no one's nothing. Who the IRS? Oh, 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 yeah, yeah, she gonna pay that. Who's she owe? Who's she owe? She owe The IRS, sir. Son, I was just tripped out. Also, um, it would trip me out. Uh, there was just three parish for people not from New Orleans. That's imagine three counties. Chase. From this this guy, okay, so he's put in the back of a patrol car, right, handcuffed. This motherfucker got a a, a, a a call to check on somebody doing drugs. See, that's what you get for messing with people doing drugs. To hack up somebody doing drugs. So when he parked to go hack up somebody doing drugs, the person in the back of the patrol car somehow got in the front of the patrol car, still handcuffed, and led the police on a chase through three parishes, three counties. 
while still handcuffed, causing multiple police cars to wreck, flip, and everything. Damn, Damn my the nigga. nigga got away. What? They still looking for him. They still looking for him. Is he black? Yeah, he's it. That's your deep, right? I was Whoa. reading this news story. It's available right here. Police looking for a man who let three parents chase a stolen St. Charles police car. patrol car. They fuck shit up, son. Like, I read this story and I'm reading it like, oh my God, this is like a movie. Like, gee. My son had no handcuffs. He got away. I'm like, how did you get to the front in handcuffs? How did you steal the car in handcuffs? How did you drive and get away? That's amazing driving, getting away from cops through three cars. Right. That's Three amazing. parishes. Oh, you got so many police looking after you, dog. You got them niggas wrecking like it's Batman movie. My nigga, that's deep shit, son. I was like, yo, this, this, this was going on out here in these New Orleans streets, dog. Straight movie action. Yeah, that's 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 wild. So in his story, I, dog, I can't wait till whoever he stopped by the story he telling to them. I wonder where he at. I can make a movie like this. Hmm. I wonder where he at. Somewhere swamps in the right? Somewhere in the swamps in the country. Somewhere ducked off. And here's an example of why New Orleans is not Louisiana. Apparently, Louisiana has given Trump $1.2 million in donations. How much came from New Orleans? We are they a red state, right? We are definitely a red state. Yeah, so, yeah. Imagine well, so well, heartbreaking that we on the record of... Because I feel like anybody stupid enough to give this man money for his next campaign, given all the damage he's done, should not want to go on record to be that stupid. And us as a state... Has gone, or well, them as a state, because New Orleans, we're our own island down here. We are a blue dot, dog. This <laughs> is New Orleans. You hear me? New Orleans. New Orleans. New Island. You New Island. Me? New Island. <laughs> you feel me? We're our own island over here, you hear me? I saw that and was like, that's unfortunate. <laughs> that's unfortunate as hell, man. Yeah, it is. It's quite disrespectful. But uh, last up, and I'm going to just punch it in here. Joe, who do you think we should give the Dose of America music shout out to? Play some of that shit that we know on a local tip. On a local tip, on an episode like this. Yeah, man. Who should who music we should put in? We gonna punch in right here. Oh man, how about some um, how about some sixteen shots? Sixteen shots, my kid Javon. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, that's what's going on here, man. Check out New Orleans on. Once again, we gonna always play local music for a little bit, get a little taste of our culture. You hear me? Yeah. This sixteen shots with my kid Javon. Peep it out. Blend in and stay out the sun Because the darker you are, the shorter the run Blend in and stay out the sun Because the darker you are, the shorter the run I'm from the seventeenth, rapid holly grows slow on the slick light, cause my skin's light and the pigs might try to follow me home. So I blare out where I come from. I'm camouflaging in this southern breeze. But the bourgeoisies, the creoles in the east, they can do slick backs without head grease. Bragging over tea about their house slave genealogy.
tapes They shot a king from behind But a juice box that could not find No, huh? Bitch, I know you lie. Bitch, I know you fucking lie. I know you fucking lie. Bitch, I know you fucking lie. 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 For once, we gonna put, we gonna watch a trailer. Because right. this is a big time shit, dog. Chris oh. Rock's Saw sequel. Oh yeah. Spiral has dropped this tra trailer. I didn't watch it yet. I want to see what it's about. What do you got there? Oh, it's just my wife, Emma. This is my son, Charlie. Enjoy it while it lasts. While it lasts? Nothing happier than the wife of a new detective. Emma's cool, man. She's different. You don't know my wife. You give a woman 600 Tuesdays. It ain't worth three Saturday nights. How much money you got? A lot. How many problems you got? A lot. How many people have doubted? A lot. All available lot. units. Right. Officer down. Pray that you flop. Detective Banks and Ralph. Whoever did this has another motive. They're targeting cops. This ship's gonna go sideways fast. Someone's out there pulling all the strings. You wanna play games, motherfucker? But sometimes when I see Chris Rock's face, I get a little bit less interested in certain parts. I'll be like, damn, I already got to see this movie because right now, that detective ain't working for me. I like, nah, I feel like at any moment he's about to make a stupid silly face and be like, what's going on? <laughs> like, I don't know. I just see the, I don't know. I don't, I don't know. I don't see it, the, the detective yet. I got to see the movie. I damn sure see Samuel Jackson, though. That nigga's clear as day. It looks fun. It does look fun. I want to see it. I'm very intrigued. I do want to see it. I'm all the way with it. Yeah. I was with it as soon as I saw the black, 
people. It looks legit. <laughs> I heard a lot in the background. I'm seeing Chris Rock as a black detective. Then we got Samuel Jackson black. I'm like, oh, shit, we got a black saw happening. Yeah. I like, dude, from the perspective of these black detectives trying to take him down, it felt like seven on the slick. I was like, yeah. oh, shit, dude, I'm with this. I'm I, with it. I, I was definitely getting seven vibes. I was getting a strong seven yeah. vibe from this. Yeah, man. with that boxing shit. Oh, man, just, mm-hmm. just, not even just the box, just the whole vibe. Like, it yeah. felt like they're going Fincher. Oh goodness! Like I'm, I'm, I'm very intrigued. I want to see it. I want to see Spiral. What's up, y'all? That's what's, yeah. that's what's going. That's what you got. Cause, cause when we when we first heard that Chris Rock was doing a Saw sequel, that that's was insane. such a random mix that made you go, "What you gonna do? Let me see. What you gonna do?" And I'm glad that they got a trailer now because like Chill's first first hearing that it's like, nah man, I gotta see but this. But you put people open that door for them for them comedians, comedy writers. True, true. <laughs> doing that hard shit. Chris Rock is so fucking zany though, you know what I'm saying? It's like you really don't typically yeah, put him to in me, roles like I, this. I wanna I wanna see him because this is one of going to test one of his chops. I wanna see it. I mean, he's been doing dra- a lot of dramatic roles lately, though. That's why yeah. I'm not... Yeah, like, if you go... Maybe I check his catalog. Yeah, he's been doing some a lot of drama lately. That's come, it's not that surprising for me to see him do drama anymore. I mean, it looked good. Yeah. It looked good. I think good. I Love My Wife was a drama. That was a pretty good movie. I do. I, I like love that. my life. I, I think I Love My Wife was a pretty good movie. movie. I love it a lot. Um, Ebro, uh, part of a uh, very popular New York radio station, got a lot of backlash because uh, he defended Eminem recently. And it came down to a quest- uh, the conversation me and you was having off mic recently, D. How about we were saying that I really feel like Eminem and Lil Wayne are two artists that get undue scrutiny. Uh-huh. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. Yes. They, they get put through the fine-tooth comb in a manner that a lot of other rappers don't. Facts. And I feel like whenever they drop anything, it's always it's this. under the ultra microscope. Yes, son. Mm-hmm. There's always this like desi- decisive thing going on, divisive thing going on. And I'm like, yo, like, and then you hear him and you like, I, Eminem lays album, listen to him. I'm like, he murked that shit. Lil Wayne lays album, listen. I'm like, he murked that shit. Y'all be wanting what they did before, but like, accepting where they are now. I don't remember. One of them was saying this recently in the interview is like, only in rap would they, do they forget, do we. Not herald the fact that these artists have longevity and can still go as right. hard as they can go. We rather make fun of them for being old, like compare them to their former selves, right. instead of taking in like, look, this motherfucker forty something, like, and can still right. spit at this level. Like, we should be even if it's not as um, relevant shit. as when it was like twenty three. Right. You know what I'm saying? Ain't the fact that, that they can still that that motor still run like that. You right. know what I mean? If, if Michael Jordan could still go on the court and cross up LeBron. You would be like, damn. Right. You wouldn't be like, damn, he ain't as good as he used to be. No, you'd be fucked up. Be like, no, that right. this nigga, yeah, bro, you still oh, got shit. it. George still got he something. Still got it. Like you a true. I wanna be, I wanna be like yeah. mine. And we think about something like writing, like poetry, like acting, like rapping, though. That's just use of your brain. So in yeah. the midst of that, like even like when you look at people like athletes or like dancers and such, like who are athletes, you know, their bodies yeah. can give out on them. But for the most part, your brain will last longer than your body can. There's things you can still do. So you should we should be applauding these people. Yeah. But I just hate when people be acting like, even if you don't think like I don't like, okay, of course I don't agree that Eminem's the greatest rapper of all time. I'm not gonna say that. Mm-hmm. But when y'all be trying to because people held with him so much and because he's white, that's the thing too. Y'all hate on because yeah. he's white. Y'all wanna get a white man his props. That's a fact. You feel that's me? A fact. Um, let's keep it real. You know what I'm saying? Um, 
I, I do feel like he gets bloated when y'all say he's the greatest of all time. Nah. But he's one of the greats. He's, he's, he's a top. You yeah, out your fucking mind if you don't think he's one of the greats. Just from a technical standpoint, if you if you look at the different, even Wayne too. But when you think yes. of the different things that it takes to be a rapper, if you're talking about flow, if you're talking about breath control, if you're talking about dexterity, if you're talking about lyrics, if you're talking about wordplay, if you're talking about so many things that goes into being a great rapper, they're going to check off like all those things. And I feel like Eminem gets, like y'all understand, it was harder for a nigga like Eminem to get in the game in the first place yes right. when he got mainstream it made it easy because he was white but to get to a point to get to Dre to get mainstream he said right. Dre don't give him a chance they weren't gonna get no average white boy no right. chance he came right. from the battle circuit yes he came yeah. from the battle circuit he no white boy and the first thing he did was put his whole squad on come on but not even about that I'm just saying the fact of the matter they act like he was given his spot in hip hop yes. when that nigga really had the right, fight he, he, earned, he, earned. he earned you feel me and I'll be saying fuck his white boy Often say that even if his 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 subject matter isn't your cup of tea, you still gotta respect the craftsmanship. Mm -hmm. right. That's all I'm saying. You ain't gotta like all his music, but respect the craftsmanship. Don't play on my dog. You know so Ebro said Eminem treats rap how black folks have had to treat life. He has to be five times better, work five times harder than everyone, and still not necessarily get respect. And this nigga got such a backlash for saying that. Uh, of course you will. You will. That's to be expected. He black dude. Oh, then, uh, what the fuck? Oh, he's Hispanic. He's like a mixed nigga. Yeah, oh, like he's, not, he's, mixed. he's a person of color, son. He's not like the white dude. Yeah. But nah, I mean, of course, saying that, you got to expect some kind of backlash. Yeah. I mean, obviously, you know what I'm saying? So, I mean, it's fine. But I think he's very spot on, though. I think he's I think spot he on is too. You know? Like I said, like the white people and a lot of people going to overhype him something, but you still got to respect him, dog. Some people just trying to say he whack. You cannot you say, never him say him. Well, he might not be a cup of tea, but he ain't whack. whack. I can't all this man panic of disco right. song, but I know they ain't whack. The, right. Right. They got artists, right. They got artists that I would respect them as artists and still be like, it's yes. not my kind of music. I listen to all of them on five, but I know they ain't whack. Yeah. Come on. Like, I know J-Lo and Shakira ain't whack. Well, I don't know. But... <laughs> <laughs> My dog said, I stand by like this, though. I don't. I, I, I'm trying my hardest not to overtly judge anybody that can do something that I can't do. One hundred percent. On the Misbelief Radio Show that last night, um, you know we got that hot louder Reggie. And um, um, somebody gave DC some music for us to play that was a complete instrumental. It was two instrumentals. The first one was fire, cold. We gave it all the props. The second one, all of us was like, it was me, DC, Hot Sizzle, and this dude, Jazz, on the engineer. Like, I think I seen the nicest thing about it. <laughs> but for the most part, it was like, this sounds like video game music. I'm not feeling it. I like the way to end it. But it just seemed like somebody, I said something like, you got to be on LSD to really take in. It. it was like, all the plays and shit. Boy, that nigga called, came came to the radio station <laughs> to defend his shit, dog. Oh, you wait, what? That never happened. Yes. What? Yes, the nigga was listening. Oh, <laughs> shit. He came through. He was cool as fuck about it, though, That's dog. Cool. Right. He was That's cool funny about as fuck, though. Nigga pulled up. Yeah, he, he pulled, pulled up, up on, you know? He pulled up, G. I'm gonna give that bit like baby. Ain't gonna put respect on my name. He pulled up. But you see, he explained about how like sometimes because because that's the thing I meant to say. I prefaced when we was even doing a lot of Reggie for his thing up. I was like, I can tell that this takes a lot of skill to do because mm -hmm. it sounded mm -hmm. complex. Mm -hmm. I just couldn't feel it on the level of like riding riding to music. It was yeah. just so out there. But I kept on saying like, like that's what made me realize like I can't judge him and call this whack because I know. 
you gotta be cold to do this. Yeah. But I'm just not feeling it. And they really do got some whack shit out there. And then, he explained, then he explained that he meant for it to be like scoring for like a movie and type shit. Now I'm like, okay, that's a different way to listen. Yeah. Now if I put on my scoring ear, because the first thing that came out my mouth when I was thinking about it, the first thing that came out my mouth when I was thinking about it was, it sounded like some video game shit. It sounded like something that would be in the background of, of something. You know what I'm saying? So... Like when he said it like that, that may have made me have a different appreciation for it musically. Cause I'm like, yo, like, okay, I I see you, son. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, dog, it just made me think of that shit, dog. Like, let Eminem be, let Lil Wayne yeah. be, let artists be sometimes. Cause y'all let y'all let some whack ass niggas ride right now. Right, for real. They're bro. way better than y'all, nigga. For real, for real, for real. <laughs> Let's get the fuck up out here with this hero highlight. First off, we got shout out Joaquin Phoenix. All right, let's do it. Yeah, he did drop the mic on these bitches. That boy dropped the mic on him, son. Said, he came mom. to the Baptist, dog. <laughs> the Baptist, dog. He won for best lead actor at, at um for for Joker. You heard me. Mm -hmm. And then he did what I said that you gotta do when you have power and privilege because son, it, 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 it takes the like I often say the greatest power is influence. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You could be the richest motherfucker in the world, but if you have no influence, no one will care. So look what Joaquin left. Uh, I feel very honored and privileged uh, to be here. Tonight, Baptists have always been very supportive of, of my career, and I'm deeply appreciative. <clears throat> but I have to say that I also feel um, conflicted because so many of my fellow actors that are deserving don't have that same privilege. Uh, I think that we send a very clear message to people of color that you're not welcome here. Um, I think that's the message that we're sending to people that have contributed uh, so much to our medium and our industry and in ways that we benefit from. Um, <clears throat> I don't think anybody wants a, uh, a handout or preferential treatment, although that's what we give ourselves every year. I think that people just want to be acknowledged and appreciated and respected for, for their work. This is not a self-righteous condemnation because uh, I'm ashamed to say that I'm part of the problem. I have not uh, done everything in my power to ensure that the sets I work on are inclusive, uh, but I think that it's more than just having sets that are multicultural. I think that um, we have to really do the, the hard work to truly understand systemic racism. Um, I, uh, <clears throat> I think that it is the obligation of the people that have created and perpetuate and benefit from a system of oppression to be the ones that dismantle it. So that's on us. Thank you. And then he left the award there. Yeah. He didn't even take it. He said, fuck that award. He didn't even take the award. Well, were you on ecstasy? I want a, I want a drug test right now. <laughs> God damn, Joaquin. Yo. Shit. Yo. Yo, Joaquin. yo, 
That's how you. That's how you feel. That's how. That that's how you feel. That was on that man's chest. That was on that man's chest. G. I ain't no script out here. I'm looking like man. Listen, <laughs> I'm part of the problem. Jeez. All the fuck this shit up. I look at the seat full of number of white people in front of me. Joaquin walked up there and flipped the fucking table, and it was so uncomfortable. A lot of them. You could did see you? Them. Did you see that? Ooh, you could see did them you hard, see that? Trying hard Dude, to keep a straight face. I'm like, oh my god, Ooh. they are fighting. They are fighting to keep it together. And the cameraman was struggling to find black faces. Yeah, he was trying to find some. I picked out like two. The last one is old boy from New Orleans, Calvin Harrison, who was also nominated oh, okay. for a BAFTA. Shout out to them. I keep on saying it's the next nigga coming from the city about to come through. Calvin Harrison Jr. Word. Look out. That was the last. That was that, after, he, after he walked off the camera, went straight to Calvin's face. I was like, look at New Orleans. They're going to find us a black face. Yeah, they're going to Calvin right there. They're going to cry. You know what I mean? I was like, yo, that's what's uh, jamming. All right, Joaquin. But uh, yeah, that. you definitely get a hell of a highlight for that, Joaquin. I'm sure a lot of white people did not like that. Whoopie woo, hootie hoo. Hootie poo. Uh, shouts out to Gabrielle Union. So it was in the news recently about that boy who got, who they would not let him graduate. He got suspended for having dreads. For dread, yeah, for dread So Gabrielle Union. And the thing is, it was a groundswell of a lot of entertainers and athletes with dreads that was giving him a lot of support on Twitter and shouting him out. Uh, he was invited to a bunch of different places. And Gabrielle Union also invited him to the Oscars. They come to the Oscars. Come through. We're going to support you. Fuck that. We, where's the black community? Right, right, right. We, dog, that's what I'm talking about, dog. That's why we got to get rich so we can support our own like that, dog. That'd be fire, right? Yeah, son. Whenever the fucking system go against them, be like, man, we got enough money. Fuck that. Here, dog. We'll put you on the right track. Exactly. We'll Cause that's the stupidest thing in the world, dog. You will let that man graduate and you gonna suspend this man because he got dreads, the way his hair naturally grows. But Pete over there get that hair down his fucking back. And slick down his face and man, how with y'all with that dumbass shit in 2020, man? Let that man, his hair has nothing it's to do right, with his education. You'll fuck up with a major blessing for that man. Right, right. He about to be put on. And last up in the, in, in the hero highlight, man. White people just winning right now in our hero highlight, man. Shouts out to David Schwimmer. <laughs> he apologizes to live, living single actress Eric Alexander. Okay. <laughs> over for <coughs> his diversity comments. So okay. recently, David Schwimmer was talking about how um, he was, you know, people always ask him about could it be another version of Friends, could it be uh -huh. a, a Friends revival. And he was like, man, I would rather see a different version of Friends, like a black Friends, or Asian Friends, da 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 da, -da. So Erica Alexander, who played, you know, Maxine Shaw, attorney at law, um, she Rob came at him on Twitter and was like, yeah, uh, living single. Living that, was, that was already your thing before Friends. And if anybody knows the background, like, they were both parent companies. Like, living single or name could have been Friends. There's three different names that they had Ooh. to choose from. And Friends was one of them. And then um, they took the concept of, of, from the black show because for the longest, black shows only looked at as only having black audiences. So Ooh. they was like, well, this is going to be just for the black audience. But we're going to make our own version for our white audience and, and put real money and real backing behind it from the same parent company. Same one, but the same parent company, they put out friends. You're going to take Living Single for the black people? Okay, we're going to make friends. Same archetype. Put it out there in, in New York. Whiten up New York. You know, New York multicultural as fuck. And they made millions and shit. Mm -hmm. Living Single was out a whole year and a half. That the way watched the trajectory and saw that it was pulling in good numbers. And they felt like if they can pull in that good in numbers with black people, imagine if we make a white version. That has been an ongoing thing that multiple people have created a living single have been talking about for years. Mm. But so like, so of course, Maxine, I mean, and Maxine, uh, Eric Alexander was like, ha 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 ha
I didn't mean to imply living single hadn't existed or existed or indeed hadn't come before friends, which I knew it had. Please remember, in an interview, quotes are often pieced together and taken out of context. And then these quotes are repurposed in other articles by other people who are trying to be provocative. I was a fan of living single and not implying friends was the first of its kind. To my knowledge, friends, which came friends, which came out a live a year later, was inspired by Marta and David's own lives in a circle of friends living in New York in their 20s. If I was if it was based on living single, you have to ask them. It's entirely possible that Warner Brothers and NBC, encouraged by the success of Living Single, gave friends the pilot friends pilot the green light. I honestly don't know, but that seems very likely. If that's the case, we are indebted to Living Single for paving the way. In any event, if my quote was taken out of context, it's hardly in my control. I assure you, I meant no disrespect, David. That's fine. <laughs> and I'm All like, right. All right. take your lick, white man. Fine. I mean, yo. Because yeah. yeah. he had the kid to cover his ass like, look, dog, I ain't know about the stealing shit. I just, I heard it was about this. But look here, I do know it was owned by the same company. And I do know if y'all were successful first. So you know what? Thank you, son. Hey, he and said it. He had to say it. He, he had to be said and rich yeah. white men often don't take their licks. Right, yeah, so that's right. why he I had to applaud it. He said it. He said it. Especially to a show dominated by black women. That was a rich, yeah. black, that was a rich white man apologizing to a black woman. Mm -hmm. I have to give he, you your Because he very much could have not said it. Anything. Uh, not okay. not owned it. Passed the passed buck. Anything. Easy. No, he took it on the chin. So Respect. Good for you, Dave. And there we have it. And that was episode 93. Mm -hmm. Side B. The Flower Bats Podcast. Yes. You dick. Dick. You hear me? Yep. Hit us up at flywithbats at gmail.com as uh -huh. we always say. We want you to be part of the conversation. What's yam? Hit us up, man, on Apple Podcasts. Man, leave us a review. Leave us five stars. It helps the podcast out a lot. I see you downloading. I see the numbers increasing. But it would be a great help to the podcast if you give us some stars and give us some reviews so it can help us get even more reach. Please. Get some more ears. You hear me? Please. Um, reviewing that at gmail.com. You refer it, we review it. Any questions that you want to have acting while black, ask some actors. Also, send it to flowerbats at gmail.com. My mouth is getting all mishy marshy because I've been talking for a minute. Uh, and I'm kind of hot. It's that actor guy, Martin Bats Bradford. You can find me on the Googs at Martin Bats Bradford, on the Facebook at Martin Bats Bradford, after everywhere else at Mr. Bats. Spell that Mr. Out. You're gonna find another cat. Uh, if you are a fan of like, you know, mysteries and horror type shit, check out The Outsider on HBO. Your boy's on two episodes of that joint right there. It's getting a lot of great reviews. People are liking the show. So check it out. The Outsider, HBO. Peep it on, peep it on, peep it on. I actually have to watch that now because I was, I actually heard some things about it too. Stephen King, man. People yeah, love Stephen, like Stephen King, King, bro. So I'm going to watch it. But uh, anyway, yeah, this your boy, D Mizzle. And you can holler at me on Instagram at FrenchBird.Kid. And you can check out my brand at You Did Brand. Yeah. And you can go to my website at You Did Brand.com. And um, all that motherfucking jazz, you heard me? All that. It was good seeing you. I'll see you later. Positive Wines, your boy Alpha Joe, fresh out of the gumbo, still deep in the root. And if you're out in the streets and you're looking for me, I'm loaded as a motherfucker. You hear it in his voice. Um, no enthusiasm. If you're out in the streets and you're living me. I want to say rest in peace, Fifth Wall Weeby. We said that last episode. Oh, damn, we did. We certainly yes. did. We had a whole moment about it. Yep. That's all right. This the free. This the recipes Kobe episode. But you could you could recipes we be again. Yeah, recipes yeah. we be Why not? And recipes Kobe, the Bean, Black Mama Brian, and Gianni, Gigi. It's Gianni actually. Gianni, Gigi, Brian, Mamacita, and um. 
We out this bitch, you hear me? Fuck Trump. Fuck who? Fuck Collars, chasing green dollars. Don't worry about tomorrow, we gon' party tonight. Whether you work a nine to five or ten to six, just know that living life is a true benefit. So when it's time to clock out, it's time to rock out. Throw a party in your neighborhood and bring the block out. Let's take alcohol shots until we pass out. But when the cops come, we got to smash out. But listen on a serious note Don't let your workforce determine your happiness After the first, you probably still be in debt So live your life with no regrets You heard that money doesn't equal success Nope, success doesn't last if you're stressed Nope, and you're too blessed to be stressed So please have a vodka cocktail, God bless For my blue collars, chasing green dollars Don't worry about tomorrow, we gon' party tonight So get on down on the dance floor Girl, your shawty by the hand, let her know that she the one So get on down on the dance floor I got your man by the hand, let him know that he the one So get on down on the dance floor Everybody try to have blue collar Hey, this is for the blue collars Chasing green dollars Even cashmere's get grass stains Champagne won't change on the damn pain Nope, nope, you know, nope, 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 nope So keep hustling, don't stop grinding Whether you're serving food or let the shoes shining Do what you gotta do, pay all your dues I believe in you if nobody else do So all day if you black but tonight we gonna live it up just right and tomorrow everything will be fine and we gonna start a soul train line so everybody slide to the left slide to the right and slide to the left the slide to the right i take slide to the left the slide to the right that's that vodka for all night and this is for my blue collars chasing green dollars don't worry about tomorrow we gonna party tonight so get on down on the dead flow damn shiny by the hand let her know that she the one so get on down on the dead flow Get your man by the hand, let him know that he the one So get on down on the dance floor Everybody try to have blue collars Hey, and this your part Hey, this is for my blue collars Chasing green dollars Don't worry about tomorrow, we gon' party tonight So get on down on the dance floor Get your shawty